Some um, call him El Queso Grande. <laughs> Do they? Do they? I think. I don't know, but it's a cool nickname. El like Queso all, Grande. Uh, like a wrestling El name for Jesus. Grande. Burgers. We bargain. All right, hey boys. Hey, you know we're. You know what's. You know what else is bargain? Beefy. What? No, Beefy Boys, number eighty-four. Season yeah. three premiere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for thanks for bringing thanks for bringing that energy to the the show tonight. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a slow burn. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was I was studying what you had pulled up here. Yeah, it looks. Why does this look like Ruby Tuesdays? Huh? The, it's the paper. Hmm. Paper it's kind of like, that's kind of like just like the go-to. Anyway, I was, I was looking at this because I was thinking, probably gonna go get this tomorrow. I was, I was thinking what I was gonna get. I've had the Mustang. I don't think I want the Rudy. You've had the Stang. Double cheeseburger, mayo, mustard, onion, pickles. I don't like this pickles. Chili though. Really? Huh. I like pickles. Oh, chili on a burg. Love chili on a burg. I'm not really that big on chili for burgs. I, I might actually go in on this to say hold the pickles. What's the berry? Uh, um, mayo, lettuce, tomato, pickles, green. Uh, oh, and hello. <laughs> That's a nice little burg. When I see when I see the name for it though, I do a little little monk gig of face. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? The berry. I don't know what I meant by that. No, what literally what do you mean by what that? Did you mean by that? What, what did I mean by that? I know literally what did you mean by that? <laughs> what did I, I can't I can't explain because I don't know what I meant by that. Oh, okay. Yes guess we'll never know. Well guess what? Neither did neither did anyone else. So I'm familiar with one explanation for the name Barry. Barry Obama? Well I'm two, just, but one I'm gonna talk about. I'm just saying I read the name and my eyes kind of popped out of my head cartoonishly. So apparently he's, he's thinking of the big black guy. Uh, wow. Oh well. Apparently, in some retail circles, the name Barry is used to as the generic name for somebody who comes in and can buy whatever they want. Really? Apparently, uh, it was common at a Best Buy that I used to go to often. Really, like oh, special? Were, were you the Barry? I was a Barry, absolutely. Really? Barry? So a Barry is just someone who uh, has money. Yeah, I would poor. just walk up straight up to somebody and introduce myself as Barry. It was hilarious. Hmm. Is it just like having like a special Best Buy card just so you can get whatever? Tim had a Best uh, Buy black card back in the day. Yeah, yeah. No credit. You know, I never had a physical card for there, but I did have an account. Well, well I guess my question here is if you're a Barry at Best Buy, what is normally barred to it, like a regular like retail customer that you suddenly have access to by having that privilege or whatever? Like, don't, what, tell what that? Don't, don't, tell about, don't tell them about the secret club. No. Don't tell them. Don't tell them about the lounge. Uh, I know, I know you're tempted. I know you're tempted, but that's a listen. So, so I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you in. I'll, I'll let you peek behind the. Uh, behind okay, the I had the, your funeral. Not okay. So it literally just means that they uh, they don't default to showing you the cheapest available shit possible. <laughs> oh really? Well, that's, that's dumb. I don't mean less expense, least expensive. I mean cheapest. Like they won't show you anything that they know. Like you're gonna look at it, and be like, yeah, I don't fucking want that. It's terrible. <laughs> They'll take you to the the what they know to be the best value, nice stuff. Right. So you're saying that normally they take you to the low, like the the cheaper stuff that probably like is just dog shit, and they get a higher margin on or whatever. 
Yeah, because they're not they're not commissioned, but they're definitely directed on what they need to sell. Like, what? so they they are told to push everybody. Right, toward. it's like the worst of all worlds for sales positions because you still got quotas, but you get no actual compensation for meeting those quotas. Correct. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, it's it's a it's a dog shit job. If you're gonna work at a Best Buy, the way to be is to be in Geek Squad. Right. Like hey, they you, make good money. They get to do all the fun shit, and nobody fucking tells them what to do. You want you want to get into a conversation with someone who will shill Best Buy with to the, uh, with their dying breath. Mm. Kim Smith. Really? Yeah. Apparently he worked oh, in one once upon a time. Big, I'm big Best Buy guy. I like that place. I miss what back when Best Buy was like a thing. Yeah, I mean I've I've read a lot lately about how they're like kind of not a thing anymore. Is like they yeah. apparently like they're doing a lot more appliance sales now because people just don't go out and buy tech anymore. It's all about Geek Squad as far as like mobile computer repair and then uh appliances. Like the Best Buy mm-hmm. in Johnson City is dog shit. The uh, one in Farragut was all right when I had to buy a TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one looked yeah, pretty normal. You know who else is really good for TVs is Walmart. Yeah. The Walmart, store, brand, the store brand Walmart TVs are the fucking bomb. Really? I didn't it, like the selection our local Walmart had. Well, the, the thing about Walmart, though, and I learned this when I was in, uh, this is back in my middle Tennessee days, right? Mm. All right. Oof. So Walmarts that perform well in certain departments, like this little random Walmart that was near where I worked, was the best. Um, they had the best numbers in TV sales in all of Middle Tennessee. So they got all the fucking best possible TVs to sell and got all the good deals to give to the customers. Hmm. Really? So, so different Walmarts, your, your mileage will vary depending on where you go. Well... Ours sucked for TVs. I see. So Walmart see. kind of embraces the uh, like the eighty twenty type distribution of like we have this store that's the best and we're going to lean into it fully. Exactly. They play they play to each store's strengths. Right. Hmm. Makes sense. Which is yeah, that's interesting because I noticed in like when I worked for Target, for example, way back, like I felt like a lot of the strategy there was like they wanted to kind of homogenize sales across the store. Like it seemed like they really wanted every store to be performing equally in every department or something, which seems kind of illogical and like you're swimming against the river when you do well on see that see online is the equalizer, right so like if you order something on walmart.com you can get it shipped wherever you want that's the great equalizer because they're going to get the online store is always going to be the best available based on relatively close to where you live yeah but the um it's interesting you mentioned the 80 20 rule because that's exactly how they work with their uh their car service and repair division Mm mm-hmm Walmart Walmart tires, for example, are designed there. They are by design. They're built by those manufacturers, but they have 20% less tread and they're meant to be sold 20% cheaper than the retail tire. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a bad trade off if you need tires now. But there's an experiment that you can do that will, uh, it'll oh. actually, it'll, it'll give you kind of a, uh, it'll give you a monkey go face about tires. Really? If you take a, a tire from Walmart, any tire you want, pick your favorite brand, what, what, Michelin, whatever they call I, I don't think they do Michelins at Walmart, but whatever, fucking, it doesn't matter. It's Firestone, but, who knows? Yeah, Firestone, whatever the fuck. And Like, if you took a Firestone tire, for example, just to use an example, this has nothing to do with Firestone, from Walmart, sit it right next to a Firestone tire from an actual Firestone, push down as hard as you can on the original tire, Yeah. and then push down on the Walmart tire it will fold like a fucking soft taco huh they are they are just they the quality ain't there kind of want a soft taco now yeah but that but that's their but that's their that the 80 20 thing is their business model like that's why their containers of the 
the shit that you buy and like the uh, like shampoos and stuff like that. It contains 80% of what you would find at any other regular retail store, but it's meant to be sold 20 to 30% cheaper than what they sell it for. Won't let you guys know that for this episode, because I haven't done it in several weeks for this episode specifically. I I pinged Schema <laughs> that we have a season premiere going on. Based. Based. Uh, based. I don't even know um, who's in Schema. Should I? I was uh, briefly. Nobody, like in, nobody important well, we, anymore. Uh, no, you do not like anyone. No. In <laughs> I mean, Dude, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not really known for not not liking people. Well, hold on. Really let, hold on. No, no, no. Let's be fair. We have to differentiate like people that are in schema and people that are visiting schema, right? Right. Because I feel like some people are liable to get offended just because they're in there, and it's like, no. If if you're in there, doesn't that doesn't make you like a schema person, right? right. You have to be only in there to be a schema person, right? Yeah, it's like the, it's like the Hotel California of the beefy verse. Right. Well, like, you know, I mean, internally, we've referred to it as a bit of a zoo. And, you know, there's the people who are behind the glass and there's the people who are like on the observation deck who are just right. passing through, you know, it's... and which we, we pulled back the curtain a little bit today and let uh, let some of the zoo animals know that they're uh, they're not in on the joke. They are the joke. Right. And, you like spray them down with a hose. You know, they're um, not, not happy about it. Some people were not happy about it. So. But oh, hey, that's that's the nature, and you know, all all four of us understand. But um, I feel like there's a lot of people, and this is ultimately kind of led to the decline of uh, the artists formerly known as White Boys. Right. Is that I felt like a bunch of people joined almost what I would say in good faith, right? Thinking it was like you know, oh, it's just a cool gamer guys, not understanding that like a majority of what we do is uh for lack of a better word performance art maybe not even yeah. lack of better word maybe that's the best word yeah no, they, uh, done for the content yeah some would say they joined good times so it made made weak wide boys and the weak wide boys made bad I, times. i see what you're going for and i'm not going to clown on you for it those yeah yeah that's pretty good yeah yeah, pretty yeah. Good. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah i'm, I'm smelling what you're y- stepping y- up. Y- y'all know how the cycle goes hey and uh boy howdy do i and you know look we, we've we've meditated upon the hard times we've been in, and now we're we're strong wide boys. We're well, we can't boys. rebrand the we can't rebrand the hard boys, can we? I wouldn't. I, Not, I, no, I, wouldn't I don't think that one's on the table. But you know, that, attracts, are, that attracts the wrong crowd. There are some yeah. things floating around as far as potential branding for many different things. We've kind of freed up some things lately. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot so of I guess on the table. We'll kind of discuss that real quick, actually, and then let's we'll dive into the usual bullshit. So you know, on the uh, the New Year's show, which was great, everyone, thanks for asking. By the way, I when I went back and was editing that, I kept laughing at that Auld Lang sign bit we were doing. That was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, and yeah, so we had a great show. At the end of it, we discussed uh, discussed a little bit of what's going on. So I I uh, pretty much officially done with with what is formerly called white boys just done like it's it ran its course they're free to do their own thing i believe in the wake of that devin has kind of rebranded all that to side boys can confirm yeah so what i did was i reappropriated the side boys brand from that was originally applied to schema to make it seem more friendly i think i was trying to make it more friendly when some people that i actually kind of liked were shunted there like like capri and stuff you know Imagine um, actually liking Capri. I know. I know. Anyways, so uh, 
And then I was like, you know what? We're trying to, because, you know, you have the professional branding for Wide Boys. We got the logo. Right. Kind of a classic name. You know, I feel like that should be freed up because if if we're, you know, going with that other brand for our new thing, you know, that might be a useful thing to have in the pocket. So I still like um, the idea that I had that our our thing is going to be called White House. Right. Yeah. And then, like our, I wasn't sure if I was going to like disclose that yet or not. I wasn't yeah, sure yeah, we, if that was, like, we've secret. said White House several times, so uh, White House, and then like our, so it's gonna, it's a twofold thing. So like the the White House thing is both a content thing, but then it's also beyond that. It's a, I guess for lack of a better word, or again maybe the perfect word, a social thing, an organizing thing, right? And I don't really know if we'll use the White House name for the more social, but I think we will. I think we're going to we're going to dump the SCJP thing. I think it's ran its course. It's It was funny and it still is funny and we'll probably reference it still. I, I think if we ever do bits involving local politics, we could bring that back, maybe. But I think like, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that like could be that might think. be that might be where it manifests. Right. But... And it would be really funny because it would be it, like if we got to the point where it's like there was a notability to it and then that eclipse like the original joke that would be funny yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i think i think that would be good i think the association um i think maybe the association could hurt us because people would think it's like oh this is a branch of the njp oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah, i'm well, not we'll, actually we'll sure isn't I, funny in and of itself i I'm just I do go have to raise here. the point. Go ahead. Go I ahead. don't think your normal person knows what the fuck the NJP is. Right. That was going to be my point. Nobody here's yeah. here's, here's yeah. my thought, though. The normal people won't, but you know there's going to be some, like, shit-ass Redditor or, like, journalist or something that's going to, like, hear about us in some offhanded way and look into it and be like, oh, they're part of the NJP, and then there you are, right? Well, that's just when we're going to kill them with kindness but, but then again that does give us thing, i feel like you're still giving the njp too much credit but also that is one of those things where i think it's no such there's no such news thing as bad publicity right like right. the only the only bad news is no news so even if they try and attack us like that we still win and we then get lumped in against those retards and kind of mog them by proxy right so i don't think there's actually a losing scenario there so, so that's, yeah, that's that brand, and then that's that brand. But yeah, with so the White House stuff, it's like maybe the White Boys stuff factors in at some point, and uh, mm. you know, just especially well, in, in I was thinking times Wide like Boys. These. Wide Boys could uh, be members of the community. Well, yeah, like as a demonym or whatever. Yeah. But, so you're you're part uh, of the White House, maybe not the physical White House, the social White House. You're a Wide Boy. Right. So yeah. So we we co-opted that branding. That's ours. Right. So side then boys. I've I've scooted side boys up to the community server and put the cartoon bear with the, the radical like eighties bullshit going on right. as uh as kind of the server image there. And now uh what was side boys and before that schema and so on is now side boys supermax and the <laughs> uh server image is a bear behind bars. So, oh yeah, that's funny. That's pretty funny yeah. actually. I kinda popped with the new uh side boys logo, not gonna lie. It's pretty good. Yeah. No, I liked it when I first no, saw I, it. I, I liked it a lot. I, I was surprised. I don't even remember which AI thing I did to like make it, but it, was only, took a, it only took a couple tries and it worked pretty well. Like, um, Bing's been Bing's been 
uh, busting on God, but the AI stuff lately. Please don't. Yeah, I need to figure out which one it was actually because like the results it, were good. It looks like the Bing style to me as well. It's it's very possible it was. I was trying to, I was just trying to remember which one it was, but like none of the ones I thought it was, I had any like credits. It's stupid because like all the ones that used to be free are like now moving to the credit system. Like yeah, e- even for just like you know, it used to be like sometimes maybe you have a quota or something. Now it's just like oh you don't have any credits, fuck you. But just I'm find not some random car dealership that has a bad vendor. Yeah? Huh? There was a, there was a thing that went down. It 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 made big normie news. There was a a car dealership I think in California that was using uh, instead of their usual chat on their website, it was the default option was to chat with AI. Oh yeah, oh. Was, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was, was like legit just a paid port. It was a portal into the paid version of ChatGPT. Right, and I remember seeing the post of it, and I don't know if that was even legally binding, but somebody trying to get it to agree to like. Yeah, Assur- it, assuring them a price on something. Yeah, like I, like I a really low price. You because I had a conversation with our lawyer about it. Totally not legally binding because you are. They definitely disclosed that you were talking to a robot. Up right, I, fi- I figured that. Yeah. Can I just uh, can I just flex real fast mm. about your Kia Telluride SPX three thousand? No, that's not what it's called either. But anyway, uh, I've, I've so I was looking at this Barry's Burgers thing. Was that's what I'm getting tomorrow for uh, for supper. Yeah. And I texted it down and I looked around. I was like, I don't have my phone, but guess what? I do have mm. my MacBook. Yeah. Which I can text with. That's true. Yeah. So they don't even need a phone anymore. Uh, but yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, that's the wide boys thing. There's that's the, that or the old gaming community, that's side boys. So it's now kind of like if we, if we're following like the, the trunk of the wide verse timeline that's kind of like branched out that's kind of like off on it on the side but now it's not right i, I felt the name was suitable because now it's like on the side you know right. it's like it's, 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 it's the thing not, it's the thing i have on the side it's not wide stream yeah. wide verse anymore it's it's still there right. but it's not part of the main continuity right it's it a ain't your main now. bitch yes yes we're 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 uh we're working on that new main main bitch for that new new uh there's a lot Baby mama. hey you know new year you know new initiatives new, that's new what i everything, everything you know new job well listen new oh new job Who, who's got a new job Maybe. uh well you know i was for, i would hope sometime in 2024 the uh group formerly known as the wide boys gets employed that would be nice wouldn't it Remember that time that Capri was going to get us all jobs? <laughs> uh, fuck Capri. All right, let's move That's on. Something along the lines of I would never work for that neighbor. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was always insane to begin with. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we we So we just had a show the other night. We talked a lot about food. We don't have a lot of food to talk about, but Tim, Tim, you haven't been here in a while. What? Uh, how'd your holidays go? Talk to us about your holidays. Talk about what you've been eating, what you've been doing. Hey, I, I tell you, uh, Christmas holiday was good. Uh, New Year's, not so much. I was sick as a damn dog for the last you, week. You got the vid? Did not get the vid. It was okay. just, it was your run-of-the-mill sinus infection. Uh, okay. Did not go get tested for COVID because that, that not that's not going to fucking happen. I'm not doing that. But I also knew that it wasn't the vids. So, I never understood uh, the obsession with getting tested because it's like you get tested and it's like I've got it's like okay now what? I'm gonna do yeah. the same. Th- I'm gonna do the like, same thing regardless. Like why? Right. why does it, it if it was bad enough, if it happened to be bad enough that you're gonna be hospitalized, like you're still in the fucking hospital, like no one yeah. doesn't like doesn't make a difference. They'll be able to tell once you're there. Like, I never it's, got it's that. It's legit the same thing as like going to the doctor if you have a cold. What yeah. are they gonna do? Right. Yeah. 
Well, I figure most movie. cases of that is most cases of that is like because people have shitty employers that like want a doctor's note to call out or something, which is right. fucking ridiculous too. But um, yeah, I, like I, my, I, whole I think deal, of, my whole deal as an employer, my whole deal is like if somebody's out because they're you know running a fever or whatever, I'm not going to require a doctor's note for that. Now, well, it's, just, it's just so counterproductive because it's like okay, on as long as you can trust them to be telling the truth, like you don't want somebody in your office or your store or whatever getting everybody else sick. Exactly. Right. And, but well, um, you can't trust them because you know all these motherfuckers lie. Let's be honest. Oh, I'm gone. Sure. But you, the the goods and the bads, and it's, it's just it's the, the tilt of the balance is so far in one way. Well, but, and um, you know if, if you if you offer a reasonable number of like sick days or something as part of your like benefits yeah. package too, then like you just you know they know that they have a pool of it, and if they want to lie, they can lie. But just like you know, then if they run out, then it becomes more complicated for them. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But uh, but I, I did try something new food wise. Yeah, little little uh, little twist on pulled pork, boys. Oh, yeah. So the um the hot dog shop that I've been so big on, right? Like I've actually yeah. started going there every now and again. I met the guy who owns the place. Chill as hell, dude. But they uh, they just made up a big old batch of pulled pork one day, and they okay. were doing um, they were doing pulled pork, uh, what they called sandwiches, but it was on a it was on a bun, so no glizzy, mm. but hot dog bun basically stuffed with this uh. Just, it was sweet, but not too sweet. Pulled pork is just, just fucking perfect. Makes sense, yeah. Sounds good. Two actually. for eight bucks, so very reasonably priced. Yeah. Get a little, uh, get a little fountain drink to go with it, and a little old style, uh, a cheer wine, perhaps, if you're into such things. Big cheer wine tried, guy. I haven't tried that yet. Big to... cheer wine guy. Big cheer wine guy. He says. So it's it's really it's a North Carolina thing. It's it wasn't until it's like what, cherry, probably, right? It's like a cherry soda or something. Yeah, it's definitely a cherry soda. I know that they have like oh, so, so it's not okay. like Mr. Pib cherry though. No, yeah, it's like it's like it's like more of like a outright fruity type, yeah, isn't it? Mr. Yeah, Mr. Pib is like a spicy cherry soda, whereas I mean, I thought Mr. I thought Mr. Pib was just supposed to be a straight up like Dr. Pepper coffee. I didn't know it was supposed to be. No, it's definitely cherry. it's a spiced cherry soda. Interesting. Well, um. I know that Cookout has Cheerwine floats as an option. I haven't Ooh. been to Cookout in a while. Um, Ooh, I should try but that. I, but it's one of those things that, like, I, I haven't gone to Cookout since I learned this, but apparently from, because, like, when you order the trays there, right, they include a drink or whatever, and you can upgrade to a shake for an upcharge like of, like, a dollar, but apparently if you elect for the float, where it's just, like, either Coke or Cheerwine with, you know, a scoop of vanilla or whatever in it, like, apparently that's no upcharge. So like if you're deal maxing, apparently you want to go for the floats. And speaking of speaking of deal maxing, can we talk about yeah. what the hell has become of Subway? Man, I, I just went to Subway I, today, actually. What's up? I try like, not to every, go. Every single one of us in this chat is old enough to remember the five dollar foot long. Five, sure. You mean five dollar five dollar foot long? Five dollar foot long. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know how much a five dollar foot long with chips and a drink costs now? Probably like I mm. like these like twelve dollars, right? I, it it can run up there closer to eighteen. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it does depend on oh, which one you get one. and like all that, but um, but yeah, I know that like these days a lot of the standalone footlongs, at least in the markets I have been in, are ten or twelve dollars depending on the particular model of footlong you get, and then you add the the meal on, I guess. Model footlong. You just got to uh, you just got to omit the chips and the drink. And you have to, yeah. Which I mean, I when I go there, I don't get that the extras, you know. And I mean, I well, guess yeah, I was I mean, dying you can, out. You but... can get that at the dollar store for cheaper. 
Yeah. yeah. Although um, sometimes sometimes I'm just in the mood for a big ass uh, fountain Coke Zero. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there's something to be said. Like sometimes the fountain drink just hits a certain way. Like I, I do think that on average, fountain soda is better than any other form of soda, especially if it's a place that does it well. I mean, you can get shitty fountain soda where it's like the balance is off or whatever, or it's like too flat. But like if you if you go to a place that hits, you know, like uh, like you know, for example, McDonald's always has pretty good Coke because they have like a special fucking blend or whatever for it. Um, you know who else always had good soda? Sue Plantation. They fucking took it from Man. me. Man. Here we go. When are you going to let that go? I mean, I mean, I realize it hurts, but come on. I'm never man. letting that go. All right. You shouldn't. Yeah, I went to Subway today, actually. And, uh, man, I, back, in the, back in the day when I was in college, we had one just up from my apartment. And, yeah, used to be able to, like, remember, hey, you want to talk nostalgia. You want to talk about remembering when Subway did some shit? Uh, how about when they used to do the BOGOs? Mm. they oh, haven't yeah, done they way. haven't done a bogo in 15 years i don't think I, actually I, I when i was working at uh my last job i i did get some bogos on the way home really times. huh yeah uh, i didn't i didn't realize they'd done them that recently it, it wasn't all the time but like mm-hmm. every now and then i'd check the app because it's like one of those things you know end of the shift and i don't i didn't really do anything with that job so i'd start scouting the apps to see what had the oh, best yeah, deal yeah, on yeah. the way home based yeah. Oh, yeah so um yeah, man. I, I mean, I never thought I never thought Subway was all that good, to be honest. It's even it's in the not. day. It's one of those like it's if you're me- it, it's a measuring stick. If you go to a sandwich shop, it's like, is it better or worse than Subway? Right. I mean, you have to be Subway's fucking up pretty hard to make a sandwich as bad, like worse than Subway. like the only sandwiches like I think of that I've had that have been like distinctly worse than Subway has been like maybe like a sandwich you'd be served on like an airline or something, you know, like that sort of thing, maybe. But uh, uh, you're not wrong, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just, oh, by the way, uh, I, I did get the news today that I have to, uh, literally mandatory. I have to, uh, I have to go to Detroit for a few days in March. Uh, oh, Ooh. rest in peace, bro. Sending him I, to Detroit. I, be I, I, could be, I could be finishing out the last of my life here. <laughs> that's okay. If it's my time. If, if the good Lord's calling me home, right. So be it. Yeah. Well, what, you, a little time in Dearborn, Stan. Th- thoughts and prayers, brother. Thoughts and prayers. If Allah willing, I will return home. Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell you what, Detroit still think it's a better place to be than some places. Do you have a place in mind? I do have a place in mind. Little, uh, little place I think people have been calling Hell House. Oh, are we just done food chat? Yeah, we, we we talked about food like two days ago. I didn't have a whole lot to offer on food yet. Yeah, we, we talked about food two uh, days I, I, ago. I, well, okay. okay, oh, yeah, okay. Well, a lot of things can happen in two days. I mean, yeah, we we had some food events in the last two days. I just had a killer fucking segue, and now yeah, you guys want to go. I had nothing more to talk about. Well, we, we, we did uh, now, little, talk about your fucking little, food. Little, talk you about your fucking food. Little, talk you about your fucking food. Chat, talk about your fucking food. Okay, well, so in the last hold up, hold up, bro. It was a good segue. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, it was a great segue. It was just you know a little premature is all. You're and there is premature. a hair Michigan, so it works. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Glad someone appreciates my artistry around here. God, go ahead and talk about food. Well, okay. Why are you well, stopping? No, Why are you pausing? Talk you're about food. No, speaking. no. Big dog's no, got to talk no, about no, his no, food. No, talk no, about no, your no, fucking hey, food. Tevin, Tevin, Tevin what'd you eat, big dog? Come on. <sighs> okay. Well, I made some of the uh, the Costco burgers, and Tony tried one. Sure, that did happen. And uh, and how about you tell us about the Costco burger that you've experienced? Uh, I mean, 
It's it's pretty standard oven cooked burger. Yeah, little little unconventional broil technique. I don't usually eat them that way, but uh, it works when they're frozen because they just you know like little pucks and you just put them on the cookie sheet. You broil them up, no mess. You know, nice and easy. Cook four at a time. Pretty good, all said. Um, How does it make against a Bubba burger? I've never actually had a Bubba burger, but from what I've seen online, most people rate the like the the raw Costco burgers above the Bubba burgers. From what I've seen, um, so probably that better. Like, that sounds like borderline blasphemy. Are, are Bubba burgers raw when you get them, or are they already cooked? Raw. They they're, are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think so there might be both, but I, I think the normal ones are. I see. Well, at the very least, I know people were saying the Costco ones are cheaper pound for pound, which make makes perfect sense to me. Um, and I was pretty happy with the quality. Uh, we also had in the last day, uh, some some brownies I made. I made some uh, some Walmart like the the bottom barrel Walmart brownies, and actually quite pleased with them. Like as far as brownie mixes go. It's uh, like just about right texture wise, like kind of that in between between like the gooey and the chewy texture, you know, because I don't like a cakey brownie, but it's like a little fudgy, but still has a lot of chew. It's quite good, actually. Um, so, yeah, that was that was what I've done the last couple of days. I don't know if Tony wants to add anything to that. No, I had nothing to add. OK, well, if that's it, then I guess we can proceed to uh, fish tank. Yeah, this is where my uh, my expertise drops off. I've, I've got, well, I, I don't have a good segue from that one. So, all right. Well, last well, time... you know, speaking speaking of brownies, right? They introduced a brown freeloader at a point in the f- anyway. Last so days. last uh, last show that wasn't the not as new... good as Hell House. By yeah, the way. last uh, last episode where we uh, that wasn't the New Year's one. We talked about new new fish tank had just started. Um, it was like two days in, so like we didn't know dick about dick at the time. Well, boy howdy, uh, do we know some things about dick now? Oh, I don't like that phrasing. You um, know some stuff hmm. about dick, huh? Yeah. Regardless, man. Um, God, where do we even start? Like, where do where do you even legitimately start with this? I guess let's start from the beginning. So, okay. last time, pr- previously on uh, White Boys talks about fish tank. Everyone had been introduced. We were introduced to JC. We were introduced to Cole. We were introduced to Summer. We were introduced to Meg. Uh, All of them are gone now, by the way. Not a single Mm -hmm. one of them eliminated, by the way. Uh, The first two weeks were utter chaos. And I don't... uh, So, as we talked about last last season, you're never really sure what's a work and what's a shoot Mm -hmm. with uh, Fish Tank. Because it's always kind of... it's, It's always a work... Unless confirmed to shoot. And I think I I really don't know. So <laughs> we're really not sure who left because it was part of the story and who left because just chaos. So specifically, Summer, right? Summer was the um well, I look, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna call anyone out here or anything, but there were some people in this very Discord for whom Taylor was the pick. I won't name names. I won't name names. Taylor. Summer. Yeah. Summer was the pick. There is a Taylor. Yeah, there is a Taylor who was also sometimes called Summer. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, so there were some people here who, for them, the Summer was the pick. 
Big T, Big P, the pick, right? There's also some people here for who JC was the pick. Not going to name names. Not going to name names. No, they I mean, I don't think any. I don't think anybody would say that anybody here chose Summer as their first pick. I like maybe a secondary, like you know, I, like like, like I, a first pick among the Foids, but not a first pick among the whole competition. I would disagree, but I, I don't care enough to to fight it. So okay, sure. Um, Summer was the first to leave. Summer had. <laughs> She went batshit insane. She she went nuts. We're still not sure if it's a work or a shoot, by the way. Um, That's still kind of in the air, although it's kind of leaning shoot at this point, I think is where we're at. Mm -hmm. I think it's a shoot uh, because I think she's just crazy. Like, and like legitimately crazy. So much so that, um, so how did it, how did it even start? Like, what was the catalyst? Was it Brian yelling at her? There was a couple things like there was I remember her being very kind of sheepish in the corner when Ben was yelling at Meg for like drawing the whole oh, yeah. judge has AIDS thing on the wall. Yeah. And, like Summer was hiding during it uh, as if she was catching heat. And then uh, Brian yelled at her later in the day, but like she was all she was definitely looking like she's cracking when she did the whole thing where she gave the note to production and then later got it back and like read it to the judge upstairs in the closet which was very keno that was a yeah very funny that moment. was very good um, yeah. and then they did then uh judge did the whole bit of like taking the note and showing it to other fish and, like making fun of it and stuff um mm-hmm. and then i don't know like, it was like later on in the day um the, the yelling thing actually happened the next day because later on in the day what happened was she was like she, she did the breakdown where she's like she was put into the corner in the room upstairs in b3 in the bunk and she was right. like singing to herself and then she started ranting to the camera later on and then eventually like i don't remember exactly what happened after that but eventually she wound up downstairs in the basement and then was brought back up and it was like oh you know we're gonna perform a swamp magic ritual on her yeah that i think that's the point where everyone went oh it's work yeah but, but well i think I, a lot of people thought that like maybe that would just like that would magically clear it up and be like okay she was that was her initial character I think the other thing that got under her skin was around that time that that night the news because like they did the ritual right when right. she was put in the doghouse for the night to like recover quote unquote right um and during that time where, that she's in the doghouse that's when all the other fish did the whole thing where they they, they corroborated their stories and learned that they were all uh, they were all supposedly like plants right MD, like, MD was, fans. yeah so that's the other thing to big talk about it's like that was supposed to have been the twist of i don't think the whole season i think it was supposed to last to like new year's or something i think it was supposed to be just two weeks right and then it was gonna it was, it was revealed as like oh you're all plants except jc right but like but, brian and jimmy kind of collectively fucked that up i think um mm-hmm. although, yeah, kinda, yeah. although if we accept the fact that brian's an actor which many people think he is then it's potentially wasn't then potentially it all went to plan right well no, and I, I forgot exactly how it went but like some people were saying that like what happened with summer kind of gave them the idea of the whole like raw plants thing i forgot the details of like how that was rationalized but uh that sounds like cope yeah i don't remember i don't remember exactly what the what the person was saying about that right. but like i it made sense when i read it <laughs> okay um, yeah one of those things but like um either way i think then summer had heard them talking about this too and i think later on the next day she had another episode where like 
she started insisting that they were all actors and she had already won the fish tank basically right. or something. She essentially went at full blown psychosis. Right. And she I think at some point she got into like judge's clothes and like started doing a bit as him. I think they were trying to like make it a funny thing. Right. But uh she got more and more crazy and then was kind of like combative and I think she was like screaming in people's faces and that's when Brian screamed in her face and then like eventually she went downstairs and was screaming down there. Eventually at some point she was actually removed from the house and then people weren't exactly sure where she went. It's, apparently she's somehow one way or another made her way to a mental hospital. Allegedly. Because Allegedly. then there's been a bunch of pictures of her like back at her house or something. So, Well that and then there's a whole weird arc of like like claiming that all of her accounts were hacked and somebody else was posting as her. Like there's a lot of stuff there that's a little... Doesn't weird truly make 100 percent sense right i mean i guess i could i could believe i guess that the severely mentally ill girl didn't have the best account security and then like you know gets hacked because she gets a bunch of new attention or something i don't know but i want to pause y'all for a second I yeah. this place here on google maps just this one little patch of land is a different color than the rest of it like it's a, like it's a it's a, it's a different image you know so it's better not mm-hmm. to think too hard about that straight mm-hmm. lines yeah that's been spliced in Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so summer then left, and then that was that was pretty close to Christmas. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm skipping something. So not long after that, then did JC then leave? Because during all this, JC was outed as the spy, which was funny because I think apparently Jimmy thought she was an actual spy. Like Jimmy thought she was like like a spy from China, like, right? Not a spy for the, the show. US. Yeah, she was an actual like Chinese spy, which eh, you know. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, we, you know, who knows? But... Who knows? Um, but Jimmy's just his own thing going on. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so JC, yeah, Then and then like the next morning, JC just left. She said, fuck this. And she actually left with the stipulation that Cole would be immune from like being kicked off, which, right. uh, you know, whatever. So then a day or so later, Christmas rolls around and then they, Fatty comes in, Airsoft Fatty. Comes in a little bit of pop for him. Not gonna lie, it's kind of cool to see him again. Yeah. Uh, he he was he's better in short doses. Yeah, right? Thankfully, he didn't overstay his welcome. He's he's good in short doses, especially when he was like riding on top of uh, Trish. That was right. kind of funny. It isn't funny. Like what I don't like is because I know it's like oh they're all MD fans, but the problem with them all being MD fans is like they're kind of immune to it all, and right. like nothing yet has truly rattled them, except well, for was... Taylor, who's. Yeah. kind of a kind of whiny yeah she is a little bit which is a little weird, bit of but, whinester but like that's the whole thing is like what i've what i've said multiple times is like they needed the format to be about the challenges and like the physical like aspect of being there because you can't like you can't prepare your way out of that really like you, right. you can know everything about the show but you still have to participate in challenges that have a physical component and you still have to beat the other players to win right. like you have to you have to be there there has to be challenges that require you to actually do something which they have been relatively bad at so far there's been a couple but like well yeah we'll get we'll get to that in a second because i think there's a whole angle on that as well right but like just for the most part like just the face value you read here is that like for the last six months they should have really had a better stable of just like yeah kind of hard-hitting challenges like you know the ones that worked in the first season like the baby challenge was good that was a phys- baby that, challenge. It, had a, it has a physical a physical component that had room for underhandedness like you know and strategizing like that's the sort of that's the sort of thing that's good if you want like a long-term challenge for like a day or more you know um that sort of thing or like anything that just has a physical component you can't really you know you have to actually participate and 
if you have those challenges plus you make sure you recruit people who all want to win rather than you know which is the big issue is first two weeks you know we've had some people drop out because they weren't their their head wasn't really in the game you know like for one reason or another either they're fucking nuts or they're independently wealthy and then they drop because of that you know um right 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 so yeah that that's that's a big issue but they did try they did try screwing with the fatty thing and he brought he brought gifts um some of them were okay some of them were bad and some of them were downright cruel uh for instance they gave meg a thing full of shit and a dead bird i think but that backfired because meg was just like nope fuck this and left which was okay because meg i think will go down as like the most forgettable fish of all time like even yeah, she, even outside of like Morrow, because Morrow at least had a couple of memes around him. He had the yeah. uh, Halo Reach thing. He had the Morgue thing. He came back and he was a little bitch. He had the popping off a of John thing. But Meg has um, I got nothing. She she had a very early promise. Well, she had two things that I can recall about her. Right, one is that she was the first person to go to like the the gross levels of the competition, whereas, like, she's the first person to do the piss cup thing this season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, like, I was like, okay, maybe she has some, like, promise there, you know? maybe she, Which I'm maybe still she... laughing at that because of how, like, everyone was commenting on how brown it was, which is really <laughs> yeah. disgusting. The only other part of her that was really funny in retrospect was just the whole, like, her entire thing outside of the show as being, like, a Roblox troll. <laughs> yeah, which was kind of funny. It was a it's lot a less funny, funny yeah. though, once she was gone. And then, like, she started uh, doing her whole thing, and then you found out, like, she has a stream and, like, has a bunch of, like, beta simp boys and stuff. And it's like, okay, that's not fun. Yeah, it, it's less fun, because it's a lot more fun when you can believe that they're actually just as pathetic as they present, and then if they have, like... Yeah, if they have, like, other things going for them, that's no fun. Like... And maybe that's just the problem in general. You need people like it's. I don't think it's that you need people who aren't fans. I think it's that you need people who don't have any other options. <laughs> you right. know, like you need, you need people who who want to win because they're like. I kind of feel like that was like with like for example Letty and Josie in season one. It's like they're two people who don't really do anything on their own time. You know, so that helped with them staying there because what were they going to go back to? Um, so. Yeah, I, I think that that's really the the big issue with casting. But regardless, uh, yeah, Meg Meg bowed so out. So Meg Meg was... leaves, and then we go through this whole thing, and then that's when it kind of started getting to the point. It's like they don't. I don't think they have anything planned. Like I don't. I think they're just winging it, mm-hmm. and it just started. It started getting really stale, and to the point that like the only interesting thing going on from day to day was Cole talking to the cameras. Because the side plots at that before that had been like this weird thing where they're like trying to push trish and brian on us and speaking for literally everyone i don't give a shit about trish or brian it was just yeah it was really boring like it was it was like okay neat who cares like shut up so stop doing this like Like, people talked about but i think they only talked about because it was the only thing that was happening it was like they did and it was it was it was funny at first because like oh is is trish gonna you know they're gonna do this and it's like after it became like apparent that they were both kind of just doing it for the show it was like okay i'm bored of this like stop uh but they just kept pushing they kept pushing and then on christmas they bring in ck who was uh brian's ex and they had the most manufactured drama in history to the to the extent that i I, it almost feels like they were like doing a parody of like a doing a parody of a reality show or something instead of an actual reality show um it was oh god it was so terrible It, it was it was some of the worst shit that's been on fish tank so far 
Um, and that's that's a high bar because I mean, you know, there's been well, like, it, shit it, was, it was so bad because it was like in all likelihood it was to some level of work, right? It was to some level of, of production they were putting on, but uh, even if it wasn't. If if they are generally that kind of people, it's still fucking obnoxious because they're the kinds of people who obviously have like misgivings about each other and it's like they're too retarded to make anything work, but they then are still like weirdly codependent upon. It. Like it was just the whole thing, whether it was, it was true or fake, it was like yeah, it was, it was like, pathetic and really dumb. Yeah, and it's just they're both really bad actors, so like they right. neither of them sold very well. It was it was terrible. It, it was it was really it was really bad to the extent that it was almost uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, so then it just became Cole, and then this whole thing with like Cole starts. He's like, "Oh, I, I'm gonna leave. This sucks. I don't need this. I'm a I'm a millionaire to begin with. My parents are wealthy. All this, which is you know, I I get it. I get it. And but then he starts becoming like this really interesting character. You can tell that he's like super self aware about everything, and he's like, like he he goes along with things, and he would play into things. Like he was one of the few people who was like given a role, and like went with it because he liked it a lot like the detective right. cole thing was really fun that was one of the best things so far this season yeah but then i, I they... feel like a lot of him getting closer to leaving though was the fact that he started to feel maybe pigeonholed in a particular well way. yeah and that's that's exactly what happened is they started doing this thing and it just it literally was a reenactment of the john boxing thing so yeah. much so that it was literally the same pad thing like oh hold your hands like this and let me kick at you and right. he went upstairs and he was like complaining about it. He was like, this sucks. This is, this is a rehash. They have no ideas. They're just, they're just redoing old things. And then here's where another, like, is this a work? Is this a shoot thing? Judge comes upstairs. Uh, Sam comes upstairs. He's really pissed. He tells him to stop. Um, right. And he goes, okay. Uh, but then they just, then they come up and tell him to leave. And right. there's been a lot of back and forth. People saying it's like, oh, he missed, you know, they were just doing a bit. They were joking. But he, I mean, he, Still says they they weren't joking. They took him downstairs and he left. Yeah, he said since then that they weren't joking. Production tried to say that they were like like it was he was gonna leave and they're just trying to make it look more like authentic or something. You know, like right, right. Been and, a couple and different takes on Sam it. has tried to say it's like, oh, we'd love to have him back. And then Cole says that's not true. He literally has my number blocked. Like so, I mean that's just typical like them trying to save face because I think what isn't a work is that the season kind of it's good but it's not like it could have been way better and they had i think the things that they had planned got ruined because of crazy contestants right so assuming none of the people who left were works right like i don't think may was that important for example no. i think she i think she was the filler contestant i so think that's fine i think of all the people that left the only important ones were jc and cole because right. a well, lot of so a lot of what's been happening since cole left has been pushed onto tj and then jimmy and you can tell it wasn't intended to be either of them, especially the TJ thing, right. especially the TJ thing, which we'll get into in a second. Right. So, well, I, I would say that like Cole obviously had a particular niche in the show. Um, Summer, though, like, for example, I think she might have had a, a role and that I think she was supposed to be a little bit like the Josie. I think that like they were going to possibly try to milk like uh, loot crates for her, you know, or like yeah. deliveries and which, is, for her. which is why Taylor kind of filled that spot for a while right like so so that sucked for their money but like i yeah i don't think she was gonna be i don't give a shit about like, their money <laughs> well, yeah i, I want to watch a good I show i think it was gonna be integral to i mean still i mean if summer stuck around if she was just a little bit less crazy that would have been good for the content just because i think having somebody like the more unhinged people the better in my opinion but right um yeah i think i think 
first JC, because her being the one who was explicitly not supposed to be a fan, I feel like that had to have been something that they'd considered for a plot line, you know? Um, right. And she, her taking, you know, her bowing out so easily. And then, yeah, Cole was like, okay, well, at least we still have Cole. But then Cole bows out. It's like, yeah, then, it, then it's a little bit desperate. And so I, I do feel that, like, since then, we've been in a little bit of a holding pattern where, like, they've been trying to kind of, uh, like, rehabilitate things with, like, yeah, reassigning ideas they had and like trying to make the freeloaders more interesting too. Right. You know? So like, yeah, it hasn't. It didn't help that the first freeloader they bought it brought in sucks real bad. Nifty, um, yeah. And I realized I think she's doing it on purpose. She's to be a wet blanket, but it's just I don't think it really works because to be a really effective wet blanket, everyone else has to be lively, and they right. aren't. So yeah. like the fish don't do anything unprompted. And anytime they're prompted, they started off with, I've been prompted. Like every time something happens, they go, production right. told me to do this. Like, no, you dumb son of a bitch. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. And I, I noticed that like in the last day or two, they've started telling them like, if they do give them like a command to like not mention that it's a command, you know, like, and they still sometimes like, do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Nifty, Nifty sucks as like a person and like, she's not firsthand entertainment. However, like she is really cringe and I do like the bits of like keeping her up at night and stuff. That but... is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the hardest I've laughed in the, in this season so far was actually the whole like Ben going in and the doing band the thing. Nifty. Yeah. Yeah. With the, the, the Nifty song. That yeah, he's yeah, doing. yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, like honestly, like credit to Ben. I feel like he's been one of the people carrying the season. Ben actually. absolutely carries this show. Like Ben, one hundred percent carries this show. Yeah. Um, and now I, I really don't know like how much I buy into like how much of this is Jet's fault, but I do. You have you have noticed like Sam has been there way more often. Like after the coal thing, he's there right. every night for six to eight hours. Right, so and so like early on, we already knew he's gonna be more involved because he's presumably not juggling another production like with World Peace two and during season one and stuff. But I, I will say that yeah, the frequency's ramped up even more since the cool thing, and it could be that like it could be one of those things where like they know because some of the shit's off the rails now that maybe it's good for the content to have people just intentionally there stirring shit up and like, and you know, every everybody likes to watch Sam do his thing, similar to Ben, right? It's just like they're they're good at doing their act or whatever and kind of you mm -hmm. know with sam a lot of the time it's more of like a physical comedy you know 100 like, percent of the time but like 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 just him goofily hiding around corners or hiding yeah. in like closets or like jumping well, on the bed when he did them. the coal thing right he ran upstairs yeah. and he was like you know he said are you talking about season one yes stop do you need more instructions no and then he goes yeah. and he kicks a hole in the door and reaches <laughs> through and does the thing he said i'll see myself out if you don't mind <laughs> yeah. uh, that was funny that in the but, last night with whatever jimmy shit was going on when he like ran upstairs like four steps at a time and then just fucking karate kicks the door open <laughs> that was funny yeah. too yeah yeah and then stands there and said hey what you doing buddy <laughs> no yeah i mean i mean a lot of i think a lot of the show is carried by like it, it's funny because the staff is really competent at being funny themselves right overall like even even jet can be funny but like right it's just like a lot of the time you question their skills at putting on a production like as as a third party that's just kind of off right you know, right you almost off. need to have like you almost need to have like jet and sam and ben as like the mcmahons right where right. it's like oh they're like oh yeah they're the producers air quotes but then you have like actual competent people behind them <laughs> right and by actual competent people i mean hire me as head writer so. I've, I've thought of that before i was like you know like can we just like do a pitch like we'll run 
the actual show behind the scenes. Like you guys yeah. go do what you're good at. Yeah. And like just be in there doing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just we'll handle the meta stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll handle the writing I, and everything else. Like you guys just yeah. go do you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've been doing, you know, because your your long your long term your long term storytelling sucks real bad. So just maybe let like right. actual professionals handle it. So right, and and you know, hey. Who could be better for this type of job than a bunch of like wrestling fans, you know? And, and yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, very similar mechanics here, and like including the the constant ambiguity between let's you know, yeah, kayfabe and all that, like mm -hmm. what's what's real, what's not, you know? The and summer course, thing still trips me out because I just don't know, especially after the leaking of the voicemails, which I don't right. know if we even mentioned that, but her voicemails are certifiably insane, and if they are not a work. Holy shit! That woman needs to be put like <laughs> somewhere for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're not fake, because like, yeah, the one part that I remember is her list of demands, like the options that Jet has or something, and it's like it was, it was, to, like, it was to, like come pick her up, something else, or kill her. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What a um, nutso bitch. Yeah. So I do think that this season so far, because I feel like. So there's a couple things, and, and I mean, there's more to talk about in terms of specific happenings. We kind of got off the rails there, but like between, you know, there's there's the kind of initiative thing which we can get into a little bit more. But like that, that if that isn't a nothing burger, maybe that does something to kind of intensify the season. Well, as we without getting into it. too much of what we've been told from people, the right. initiative thing, I think, was a last second thing because right. we were told the attic had a different purpose sure although it seems like that it seems like that change of plans occurred before the show started proper right 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 they so were the, already they're already doing the new setup there right and maybe maybe it's not started. even like maybe it's not even a change maybe it's just a slight alteration because the I, because they remember the yeah. original idea kind of still played into the cult ish thing right but it was more That's like true. it was a little more like fallout uh far cry right. 5 than essentially what they're doing all, now which all, is all i mean is like the change from p possibly the original plan for the attic was made before the season even started so yeah it was the first couple of days they didn't um kind of pivot on that because things were falling apart i i could see that that after they elected to do the current plan that maybe now um they're still changing like how that plays out because mm -hmm. of things that have happened but like right. the, the general but, structure of that's been planned for a while yeah but they but um, the problem is they keep having to change it because like uh, like I said, I mean, it was 100% ridden for call in mind because, I mean, literally down to the like, because when Cole left, TJ was kind of like the man up for some reason. But TJ right. is like a stuttering fool. Right. And I don't think that's a bit, actually. And they brought in Taylor, who I think Taylor was originally supposed to have been for Cole. But she didn't get there until Cole had been gone. And then they had to do this whole thing. And Sam trying to you could like you could hear the frustration in Sam's voice when he right. had TJ up in the attic talking to him. And it was like he was just like, Can you answer faster? Stop um uh what just answer the quit like because he's just he, there's nothing going on in that little head of his uh, not a thing right, right? well it, it's funny because both him and and then later the more recent stuff with jimmy up there it's like all all the male contestants that they have left that aren't i mean because like they have basically a choice of like tj who's retarded jimmy who's like 
too criminally retarded, retarded. Like, and like and like too, so retarded that you can't even really like gaslight him because he's well, like so full, like too- yeah last like last night they were trying to fuck with him and sam was like if he started laughing remember when he choked on the pepper <laughs> he was laughing because he was like i could literally kill this guy by trying to gaslight him like he's right. he's so retarded it almost wraps around to being genius and you just can't right. gaslight him because he's just so stupid right and then it almost becomes like a liability but uh, it does yeah that but, guy's a walking liability um, and then you have shinji who's esl right and right. then brian who's boring and an actor so like or at least I suspect he's an actor. I, uh, based on everything, it seems like I don't think he's a like a professional actor, but he's definitely no. acting but like a like, role. like the the, the Damiel, you know, like the yeah, he's. I think he is. I think he's the actual plant. I think there's plants and then there's actual plants. Right, right. There's, there's there's quote unquote plants in terms of them all going to the season having a uh, like having the supposed secret that they're like the only one who knows about the right. show or something. But then there's the plant like the Damiel situation where it's like he you know when they bring them down to the basement they update their their you know mission or whatever and like yeah which they haven't done they haven't done a ton of this season um they've been better about not bringing people down to the basement for like hours at a time right like they did last season like remember like uh letty used to go into the basement all the time for like an hour or two right down then in fact that's what started the rumors that sam was sam and her were boinking remember because like (laughs) she would go down there for so long and so frequently but I mean, mm-hmm. I, we later we later found out, of course, it's because they were coordinating and she was playing the villain. But that was another right. good example of that. It's like she wasn't hired to do that. She didn't get on the show to do that. She just kind of took it up on her own, and production kind of went, "Oh, okay, sure, whatever." Right. This work. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I really, I mean, I would prefer Brian just be an authentic guy. But then the problem still remains that he's boring, and yeah. I really hope that he's not like one of the final few because I really don't want to have to see him that long. He's um, he's not that interesting. Like he's it's interesting when he's being made fun of and he's met the he's the butt of jokes, but he's not. He's just his whole thing is like, oh, that's a good one. And it's like he just he doesn't get worked up. So it's like the the ideal contestant is someone who has who is both oblivious to what's going on. And also has a fragile enough ego that they can be worked up. Yeah, I mean, in in my mind, the uh, the final four that I want, or the final three, maybe would be like, uh, like I think TJ's got in- interesting potential. I think Jimmy's annoying as hell, but I think he's good. He's content, content though. Yeah, he's content. Um, like that. That's why he's he's kind of like the John this season, right? Like you don't really like hearing from him that much, but he is really funny and like yeah when he when he when he like tarred rages it's hilarious yeah and then like i don't like i don't like trish i think she's I like female brian she's just like no, she's, she's she's female daniel right that that too yeah it's just like just boring too 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 straightforward like um her whole thing is just like okay she gets angry and she comes like a chola and then she has like forced romance plots with like every dude in the thing which i i do think like the funniest thing about her was how she was a, like able to be bribed to like basically for flirt with every single different dude in the tank like right. i thought that was a little bit funny like as a joke at her expense but like that doesn't really accomplish much for the actual overall season um so i i really hope she and brian are honestly eliminated next and i'd, I'd like to see tj taylee shinji and um jimmy you know be the last four yeah. of the contestants that'd be pretty good and then ho- and hopefully some more you know interesting fi- uh freeloaders cycle in because i think some of the currents that have gone kind of old <laughs> as well um well delaney's pretty good but nifty's got to go and so does kanye yeah i agree like 
So, yeah, I, I mean, I know we just rattled off about the name without explaining who they are. So the three letters so far have been the first was Nifty, who is like, I don't even know what her the joke is supposed to be about her. God dang it. Fucking well, shit. The whole, the, I mean, the whole thing is like, I, I think she's like kind of a lol cow outside of the show. Right. And then like she was she's like in a polycule and like she's got some cringe bullshit going on. Right, like, right, right, right. And thing. I don't know what of that is true and what's a work. I don't know. I feel like I feel like some of her stuff is found in. Like, I think she's actually kind of that way outside yeah, the show. Yeah, but, but I think she is playing um, it up. I think she's self aware sure. enough about it that it is whatever. Because sure. she doesn't. Does she doesn't it really begin- matter as an outsider looking in? Like total polycule death. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, but of course, the whole bit with her is like. I, I mean, the whole thing from the start was like she's gonna be boring either way. Like yeah. the whole thing is like the, the 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 joke of like content queen, right? Like, yeah. like <laughs> the. That yeah, that's that's why I'm pretty sure it's a work because I mean they like they like brought right, her right. in and like that was the joke from day right. one, minute one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's definitely the hell. right. But I think that joke about her is funny, but she herself is not really funny or interesting. Um, and then yeah, so after her, we got the second one. Was Delaney the second one? No, or... um, Taylor was the second one. Oh really? Oh, Taylor okay. was the second one. Taylor is a uh, rather attractive little blonde short stack who is addicted to gambling apparently. Um, based and yeah and then she got forced into some some weird arc with TJ and it was kind of cute for a while but then it kind of just went nowhere and then the payoff for it was like TJ betrays her awkwardly yeah which was funny which was a lot of people thought that moment was Kino because like she didn't give a shit she didn't give a shit but TJ felt so bad that was I will admit that was funny when he was like he was dying trying to tell her that and then she just like thumbs up is like okay bye yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um that was funny it was also funny yeah. like sam kept like messing with him as like because he was gaslighting uh tj pretty hard and it's like you know she's an actor right and it was all fake right and yeah, that's been an ongoing bit with like all the people he's brought up to the attic is like like lampshading the actor thing like playing it up i think yeah. to fuck with them and i think also to fuck with the audience because he know yeah. i mean he knows that the audience has been speculating so much about who who's authentic and who's not this season, right so yeah and, and he'll he'll say different people are actors and right. it's it's always different more or less it's it's and always I feel, like he, I feel like he i feel like he's never saying the people who i think are potentially the actors are the actors which seems suspect to me because i mean obviously i think it's like mostly Brian and potentially Trish could be the ones who are actually acting. If the, if any of the fish are, I mean, I don't know if any of them are, but if there is anyone who is, I think it's one of, one of those two or both, you know? Right. Um, and I feel like they're the ones who aren't being named that often, which is right. suspicious to me. Like mm-hmm. they, they name like Taylor and shit. It's like Taylor, Taylor's not acting. I don't think Taylor could not be acting. She's way too boring to be acting. Right. Um, um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak so poorly of my child wife. Right. No, I mean, she has her moments. I, I don't, she, in, she's a little bit like tj where i feel like she's gone a little bit more forthcoming as the show's gone on and like had a little bit more characterization i feel like it's one of those things where like as people leave and stuff that they kind of expand to fill the gap a little bit um uh-huh. and that's one of the things that is one of the things that's hard to say going into the show is that like people who seem unimpressive early on can sometimes kind of bloom as the show goes on um so it's hard to say exactly you know uh I, I'll say like I like I, I like Shinji for example. I think his major obstacle is being ESL. It's like it kind of it's kind of bad for the content in terms of like the high stakes drama stuff. Like he he's he's good as kind of like a solo kind of uh, entertainer within the tank, right? Like he does a lot of funny like 
physical gags and he's you know the funny oh you know, he's like a japanese guy who's like a no, tumor, you know? great i love Shinji. He's, he's, he's great, great but it's just i think like i think as a potential finalist you know it's like i think being in esl would really impact the viability of that you know like right. like as a final four or a final it would three, be hilarious if he got to like the final two or whatever and he just revealed the esl things just a bit <laughs> okay that would like, be, that would they, be they finally got into it like they give him like a challenge it's like custom like it's something like you know you have to read like do like a poetry slam or something i don't know but something like utterly like against an esl and whoever is the other person is like oh i got this and then shinji just gets to there and just absolutely flawless english (laughs) yeah i mean that'd be i'd pop that'd be keen i would pop yeah yeah but uh I don't know. I mean, so yeah, so we got rid of Taylor. Um, well, yeah, the, so the whole Taylor arc happened, and I, it was interesting enough. But that was the one that I'm, I was saying, like that. That was Cole. That was made for Cole. Like that was you right, could like tell the, the the replacement for JC or whatever. It was supposed right? to be like, the replacement for JC, and he was supposed to fall for her, and then he was gonna have to do the thing. It was like tell her, tell her to leave, and then you're right. in, and like that would that was gonna be the bit. But Cole's gone, so we have to give it to TJ. It doesn't really work with TJ. I mean, it kind of mm-hmm. worked, but like it got old quickly because you could mm-hmm. tell. I don't think. I don't think. Um, I don't think Taylor really cared that much about him. I mean, not really as a friend, you know, but not really behind right. beyond that. Not like, you know, yeah. TJ was clearly more invested in that than she was. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, she's gone. We got uh, Duanye. Ju- Ju- just they just call him Kanye, yeah. by the way. Right. They just call him Kanye. He's a black guy, and he's pretending to be gay. Something like that. Yeah, I he's, think he's, he's definitely acting. He's pre- I think he's pretending to be gay. So he's one of uh, he's one of Alex Stein's uh, frequent collaborators. So he's he's definitely in on the joke. He's one hundred percent in on the joke. And he's, to- he's named Alex on the show. So. Oh yeah, many times, many times. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's not really a secret anymore. But I, I, we're, we're pretty sure he's pretending to be gay. Yeah, his whole thing is just like being a sassy black guy, you know. Yeah, and he's like, he's not like a foundational black American. He's like an African, Africa, right? Right, like that. That's his bit. Like he's not like hood Kanye. He's like, yeah, yeah. He has some shit about like voodoo magic oh, or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's, he'll um, still he'll start speaking French sometimes, and yeah, it's it's a good character. I like it. He's he's one of the better ones. Like I know a lot of chat and uh, FTL doesn't like him. But right. I think it's just because they're racist, like unironically racist. Yeah. Like actual racist. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that doesn't work too well. And then, yeah, then there's Delaney. Delaney was like a what, what was her thing? She was like an indie folk artist or something. Well, since I've been a little personally involved. Oh, in yeah. You, you pop drama. off on this one. This one's um, this one's all you. So Delaney comes on the show and, and they phase her in during one of like the, the sessions where they pull the chairs and have them all like bent to each other or whatever, right and like we that. did think she might have been a tranny at first she does she does i mean i'll tell you what the season has had a lot of true speculation I, I, know about, I know what you're about i know what you're about to say but i'm yeah. i'm going on record and saying i think delaney when she tries is quite attractive actually you know in some of the pictures i've seen i can see it yeah um it's just what? her her like silhouette like her she just off. really goes for like frumpy librarian look frumpy little gaunt you know like it's just a, a particular lanky like a link a lankoid lanklet type situation mm-hmm. um and uh not not unlike taylor like the first impression of taylor almost you know where like, well we later uh, find out the reason for that is taylor was uh taylor was literally bulimic right that doesn't help and I have some other theories on her, but anyways, um, oh, 
Well, I, I just think that, you know, because Taylor talks so much about, like, weird trauma with, like, being creeped on and stuff, you know? Like, I feel like... Yeah. I, I have a feeling that, like, she's done this thing in her life where, like, she's done the whole tomboy, like, kind of intentionally being frumpy thing herself because she wants to kind of discourage male attention, you know? Like, I feel like... Well, I just actually, from, from, from what she said in a certain things and with her beef with Nifty, I, it sounded like more any sort of, like trauma or abuse came from women right no i guess that's true but I, I i suppose that if you legitimately did experience that you might just want to discourage like sexualized attention in general from others you know which i yeah. feel like is maybe something that taylor does because she just seems kind of uneasy whenever it gets in that direction but um anyways uh delaney she she comes on the show and they like sit her down in the middle of one of those like <laughs> venting sessions or whatever like the therapy things that they do um it's out of nowhere and She's she was pretty quiet early on. Slowly people learned about her. Like people recognized her as being part of the band Elvis Depressedly or whatever, which uh not my wheelhouse. It's what I, it's what I've been calling on Twitter. I've been calling it Borgor. <laughs> Borgor. I like it's, that. It's, it's it's fucking boring. It's it's just like sad boy like naval gaze music, you know. Just, right. I don't know anyways. Um and uh I was going to say, she, so she was at some point a member of that band and the guy who's still in the band, she's like, you know, they were exes or whatever. But uh, I don't know much about her, her time in the tank. I think she's warmed up a little bit there and become a little bit more active. I know that outside of the tank, her ex-boyfriend slash former bandmate for that band is uh, having like a big old melty. Um, What's his name? Like Matt something. Um reference material here uh i don't know his name it's, it's matt something um anyways just look up look up elvis depressedly if you want to know his name uh he's got a um account here on twitter mlc punk or at going nowheres and he's been having a multi-day meltdown because apparently he's upset that his ex is on a chud show run by sam hyde or whatever um so he's like removed her from his his like band member list and like he's like he's like an ex fiad goon right and from what i heard he considers himself untrollable because of that even though he's being tro trolled in real time um well and his like whole like you wouldn't even have to tell me he's a fiad goon just read like his whole personality is fiad goon right well, a, lot of, a lot of people who don't know about that stuff and didn't see him say that i think he's like more of like a chapo like irony bro or like well chapo like chapo is downstream from fiat so well, no it is it is but what i'm saying is like people people who don't know about fiat thought that but, right. oh, okay uh, but yeah um so it has that same energy and just real dumb irony bro humor anyways uh he's been he's been getting uh he's been getting pretty thoroughly fucked with on twitter he's just you know he's, he's the kind of guy who's in that state of melty where he's like He's quoting people like me, so you know he's pretty right. fucked up. Well, it's, um, it's, and it's so funny because I keep seeing the screenshot with you in it pop up on the FTL threads. Yeah. And every I, time I, think, I look at that, I go, hey, that's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen, but then, like, uh, Duravator of all people earlier tagged me in the first time it popped up. I was like, oh. Uh, I guess it's just, I think it's just the, the matter of, it's just that it's such a nonsensical quote from him, you know? Like, he just, he's just ranting about random shit and, like, making up shit about how he's mad about the chuds and then like my right. thing is just like mocking him for melting over you know mean words or whatever imagine being mad at the chuds couldn't be me yeah couldn't be me couldn't be me um 
anyways, all to say that I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Delaney once she's off the show, because I don't think she knows that her <laughs> this guy is like just totally butthurt about what's going on with her. So mm-hmm. that'll be funny. But um, anyways, uh, aside from that, like, I mean, I think in the moment on the show, there's been some interesting interactions. I can't say a whole lot about the freeloaders in terms of like defining characteristics overall, because I don't know. Oh, shit. Well, here, here's more of them actually right now. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, I, I noticed it on the crawl earlier. They said fish B&B tonight. And now there's just like some random black guy standing there. And I like to watch <laughs> Kanye came around the corner and looked at him and then we're like, uh, uh-uh. and then just went away. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. It seems like it's just one person. I see on this, on the scroll bar on the bottom, we have Brian is now known as Peter. I missed, I missed uh, that arc. So, so what's going on there is so let's get back on track. So after, after Cole left, yeah, it was, it was, just, it was the TJ show. Um, it then also was, it was the CK and Brian show for a while. And like, that's viewership numbers plummeted after that, like bad, like it was at, at peak hours. It was barely ever hitting 10 K because yeah. nobody wanted to see the Brian and CK show. Cause it was this really terrible acting and everything. So, uh, that, that was, it was like a day or two after that where Sam was there every single night. And yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it, it started getting a lot funnier then. And I wonder what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, anyway, it's, it started getting a lot funnier and they started screwing with TJ. Well, the TJ thing came and went. They had a New Year's thing. The New Year's thing was pretty fun. They had a dance competition for $4,000. And I think Shinji won. I don't, I don't know. I think I went to bed before it actually ended because they, they danced for like six or seven hours. It was crazy. Yeah, that, one, that was one of the few like endurance things so far right. that like actually played out like cool. a lot of a lot of challenges season one were real endurance oriented oh yeah and then it, it was one of the few actual like hell house things so far uh the only other hell house thing is that another person the, the one Taylor. where they did the hot dogs and, and one of the teams was fucking like making themselves puke to get more down yeah, that binging was and purging fucking... was great that was insane that was absolutely <laughs> yeah. nuts and that was actually the one the first time that jimmy uh had his like actual like hard rage like pop off and yeah. he he got all he he uh, lunged at taylor to the extent that sam was like it's so funny watching that clip of that happening and sam yeah. like recognizing what's about to happen he's he slowly starts creeping forward <laughs> yeah um so that was jimmy's first tard rage moment uh, then there was a uh, Jimmy restraining order for a while, which was kind of <laughs> that was that was a funny gimmick, but it only, it only lasted like a day or two. So, um, oh, what else after that? And then yeah, then the Jimmy thing also popped off again very recently because is that a new part? No, that was Becky with her hair down. Um, man, Becky could get it. You yeah. know, she is fine. Um, hmm. Well, so I guess in the past day, there's been a big Jimmy arc as well. The with, big uh, Jimmy arc has apparently been somehow they've like cracked the code that he's been coordinating with like outside groups via TTS to like right. send him coded messages, which sounds kind of insane. But then when you start to look at when it starts again being looked into, it's like, oh, OK, yeah, I think he's actually doing that. That's kind of nuts. So well, in his own telling, he was basically recruited by a group of people to go on the show and he feels that he's indebted, like indebted to them and uh, that he has to like win the show to pay back his debt to them <laughs> and like uh and they've been coordinating with him to help him win the show and right. which kind of kind of leads me back into thinking that's a work so 
maybe but like if he is i mean everything else about him is kind of that insane so like if there is any truth to any of it i could believe it and like mm-hmm. he, the, we've gotten footage of him recently outside of the show before it started and he's kind of like it kind of looks like his description of what he does outside of the show isn't wrong right He's at the Hoarder Man house that he's yeah, been yeah, talking yeah. about. Well, and that's what's oh. really set him off today is Hoarder Man got doxxed, apparently. Right. And that's what leads me back to the Brian thing. Uh, Hoarder Man's real name is like Peter Doug or something. I, something like that. Right. And that's why they're calling Brian Doug now. Or Peter. Peter. Yeah, Peter. So that's the that's the explanation of that joke. Well, and, and one other thing about uh, freeloaders here is that... Uh, we we skipped over Octavius, who was introduced in the last day as well. Oh yeah, his, yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. his whole thing seems to be that he's basically there to be a guy who's actually cooler and more attractive than Brian. Yeah, he he's like you know that meme when it's like uh, what is it the two black guys, and it's like yeah. black guy one, and then it's black guy two, the cool black guy. Or I right. fucked that yeah, meme up, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like the yearbook. He's like yeah, he's like he's there's Brian, and then there's the cool Brian. And this is right. the cool Brian because this guy's actually pretty cool. I like listening to him. He's right. Most he's of, interesting. so most of the comedy around Brian this season is basically like it's like the duality of him being like relative to the others at least being kind of like the Chad of the tank, but also right. being a huge loser in his own life regardless. Yeah. <laughs> and like and like how he's definitely like in some way insecure because of that, you know. Oh, 100%, um, yeah. And so yeah, I think they're just playing off of that. Um, and, and, and you know they have to play off that because like brian is the whole thing where he tries to play everything more obvious really cool so like i think mm-hmm. just getting really personal with him works because it, it plays off of his own like anxieties um but uh yeah so there's octavius uh what i was gonna say that about the jimmy thing though is like it, so a lot of insanity in the past day like there's a whole them trying to get all the fish downstairs so sam could like look through his belongings and find the notes thing and then he does and like they finally like uh, get get the the notebook that has all the codes off of them and stuff, and they call them upstairs, and they do a whole. Uh, I think they do the similar gaslight about everybody's actors or whatever, and all mm-hmm. this shit with them, and then and then like something about uh like taking the codes and using it to like control Jimmy, like the staff to control mm-hmm. him or something instead mm-hmm. of the people using TTS. Um, and then some shit about him going out and immediately like spilling the beans to Brian about who Judge said he wasn't supposed to say was the yeah, actor, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like a whole lot of shit like that. And then some a lot of other classic Jimmy stuff, like like eating pieces of paper to hide his secrets. That's a big Jimmy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the one that I was talking about uh, earlier, where he he took the boat horn thing right and took it up to yeah. the bathroom, and then all the production had to run past him after him and kick the door in. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Which, yeah, and then at some point after all that stuff, that's when he had to eat the whole the whole pepper, and then he decided to try to swallow it whole and stuff. Yeah, it. and yeah, that's that was the point where Sam realized he went, "Oh no, this guy is literally too retarded to gaslight." Oh. Which, I mean, hell yeah, like that's that's a that's a strategy. Yeah, I do like how I just, uh, that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, don't don't, close, hey, say. don't have to. Um. <laughs> Well, and then, and then the other one, there was like the super pizza plot. <laughs> like, it the was super like a dump. pizza plot got got dumped within like two minutes. Yeah, it was funny for the first moment though when he's like asking Taylor to help him make a super pizza, and she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then, then there's also which is even funnier because Judge had literally just told him that she was the actor, so right that didn't help those accusations. And then. There's a there's a point in the day too where they all had to eat the same hot pepper or something, and I think yeah. like I think 
they all actually chewed it and then like Taylor later like pukes up or some shit. Yeah. Like Well that was uh, that's what he he told him it says like keep doing it until you puke and do it do it while looking at the camera and saying icky pukers. Icky pukers. <laughs> so retarded. Right. But like I can see why it's the sort of thing it was like you can see why Sam's been around so much if there has been stuff going off the rails it's cuz like his presence is like its own kind of like appeal to the show you know right so, and when he's not there it is just dead hours so i don't know i mean i of course hope that the initiative thing, like i was hoping there would be a way for them to get more people on as real fish and kind of reboot because that's been my cope all along was like oh man like any day now just just like you know real, yeah. this set of fish is like bunk and like you know you're you're rebooting like just do that right you know? um that has been my cope all along i don't think they're gonna do that at this point no but... it's not looking good because I kind of felt like I kind of felt like the point to do that was like the first with the rent thing, like oh, haha, none of you can pay rent, bye, and yeah. then like then the, the initiative, yeah, like no, I I, know, I think these are the fish. Unfortunately, I think these are the yeah. fish. Uh, for right. so, for better or much, I, much, I much think, worse. So I do think that this season kind of like last. I mean, last season was also hit or miss at points throughout the show, and like I, I feel like of course a lot of the good content was almost like backloaded with uh like. I, th- I think as the fish are worn down and like less and less of the remain, the ones who remain to get more serious about the competition because there's just more of a chance that they're actually going to win it. Um, mm-hmm. So I can see, you know, some of the people remaining getting more serious and it getting interesting. I, I They need to start doing actual fucking challenges. Thing, yeah. You know, like, like, like that was the, pro- and I, th- I think part of it might've been like, a lot of the early season plans might have revolved around these plot lines instead, but then they're thrown off. And then like the stuff that was remaining was boring ass, like romance stuff. And even, well, I even think now, that's, like, I think that's part of why it's like we we keep going. It's like, Oh, okay. Haha. When's the real show going to start? Because there's not been like any competitions at all right. or any of any real consequence. Right. So like, I feel like maybe it was a thing where like, you know, cause they, they don't seem eager to get people off too fast at the start of the show. Um, it seemed almost like, they wanted to, while everybody was present, kind of play out these plot lines they had, but then that all went over, like, went kind of off course or whatever. And uh, and then because they lost so many people so rapidly, they also didn't want to do actual elimination challenges, so that killed some of the stakes as well for a while. Um, and even now, like, when they do elimination challenges over and over, they keep finding ways to offer the fish functional immunity by giving them the chance to, like, sacrifice somebody or, like, you know, stuff like that, you know? Which, I mean whatever but uh this black guy's freaking out about the tts's <laughs> yeah he this is a bit you know what's really dire is i saw some people on twitter simping over nifty in her current outfit oh no 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 yeah that's rough man no 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 we're not doing like, that even if i could ignore the whole head part right right the fucked up haircut and stuff yeah like, if she had a better haircut it's like, like, okay i guess you could say like like i guess if you were like envisioning her as like a single mom and you're like 40 and you're you know down on your luck like maybe it would work but like the thing is i mean we we know that she's supposed to smell bad for example that, that kills any interest there right um but yeah so i don't know we'll see what they do i mean i would like to think that they have some creative juice left in terms of making something out of what they got to work with and then like I, there's still funny moments every day like stuff does happen it's just that like i'm not as glued to the screen as i would have hoped i guess no yeah, i'm okay. like obviously i was i was very angry 
when Cole left because Cole was my favorite character, still is, yep. still a big coal miner. Um, but yeah, like fucking e- what? Hmm. Hmm. Um. Even even since then, like I've 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 gone. It's like okay, well, Sam being there has redeemed it. Like we're well, not redeemed it, but at least made it watchable. Good. But then, like they just keep doing stuff, and it's like okay, I'm losing interest again. Which is just like it's like they don't understand how a game fucking works, right? It's like you, you need stakes and like things, compelling action, and like right. it's common. Like I think I feel like it's just so many. I, I I do feel like maybe in a way it's just all bad luck too. It's like they had, like I said, maybe they had the idea for the front half of the show to be really plotline oriented and it's like have a way to like play out sketch bits that they have in mind, which would have mm-hmm. been like entertaining enough. If they had all the people required. Um, but yeah, then, then they're put on the back foot by all that shit happening and whatever. But at some point there's going to have to be challenges either way. And I hope that they've learned some shits in season one. Right. Um, Cause right now like, it's what, like a lot of, what lot even, of what, okay. So the first elimination, which wasn't even of a contestant, by the way, right. which is, I think fine because they're still kind of like behind the curve on that or ahead of the curve mm-hmm. on that one, um, was the standup challenge. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, it resulted in just a free loader being kicked off and it wasn't, right. it wasn't actually that interesting. Cause all of their standup sucked. Like it was all, yeah. it was bad, but it wasn't so bad that it was like funny, bad. It was just like bad right yeah and that's like I, I think the more compelling challenge of the one so far was actually that whole eating like that triathlon thing with the eating and stuff like that got that got insane and there yeah. were stakes and people got heated over that like that's yeah. the sort of competition people want to see right exactly like, like just wacky shit happens you know yeah. when they get into that and uh, that should have been an elimination challenge yeah no and i'm just more like that too like just yeah that sort of thing works um i don't know it's just yeah, it just feels like they're just so passive with everything, and like partially it's the fish are also passive because I feel like maybe season one they made like they made more content of their own just by being around each other or whatever. Right. But well, remember how much of season one was just like the interactions between the fish and like you know the yeah. Vance the Vance playing it up for the cameras, Josie and the plushy thing, you know all that. <laughs> like that was really good stuff, but like none of that's really there this year, and I don't care about any of their interpersonal relationships because they're trying right. to force it, especially the damn Trish and Brian thing. Well, that was the main thing is that like the fish had more genuine scheming against each other in season one, and like they all had very like easily defined traits and stuff that falls right. apart. And uh... right, and because I think because they know it's a show, or they know well, they sorry, they, everyone knew it. It was a show, but they knew what the show was. I feel like from the get go, they were all way friendlier with each other than they should have been. Except with Cole. They legitimately hated Cole, which is ironic because Cole was the best character. Well, maybe that's why they hated him, actually. I, I think some of the better um, the better bits that they do, and I think they should do it earlier and more often in the show going forward, is like the bits where they get them all to share secrets and like talk shit about each other in private, and then they bring them all together and just reveal whatever they said to the other well, people. Well, the, uh, the, the bit that they would do with the, uh, like the two, five minutes of hate or whatever, the, they were ostensibly supposed to be like therapy sessions, but they would just get up there and like have one person get hated on the entire time. Right. That was a decent gimmick. That was decent. Right. But... It didn't really super duper go anywhere ever. So no. Well, that's the, that's the thing. I was, I guess maybe if these people aren't prone to like hate each other, even with all that, like that's also a major obstacle. Like I, I do think that it is like like it's 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 a compound issue, right? It's like it's like the contestants just aren't what you'd hope for, probably like in in multiple ways. Like too many requitters and too many aren't like all in on 
being brutal to each other. Right. Um, but then uh, also, are you just... saying they need people like me will hate someone for just saying the wrong thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, permanently hate much. them. Yeah, um, it's exactly that's what that's why, that's why we're gonna get the you on. As only a way to live life. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then just the lack of confrontational kind of challenge and stuff. Well, like, there's even like like. Because I feel like they're kind of trying to do it with the whole circle therapy session thing, but like some of the good bits in season one that like actually made them resent each other were like things where they'd have them do not just like stand up, but like roast of each other. And like they would encourage them to be super brutal. And then they would do the gaslight where they're like, like actually you didn't have to be that brutal, you know, yeah. like that. Like there's a couple times where like I think the Sylvia and Letty, uh, Letty thing was like made worse because like. They, they like in, I think they encouraged Lay to go in really harshly and then like pulled back in front of everybody and was like, Oh, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then and then she took it very personally because of that. Like that sort of thing's funny. Um I, I think that the key is you gotta find a way to make them hate each other and make them wanna win and make them wanna compete and stuff. And it's just like I I feel like they could be more proactive in that. And I get that like maybe in a way it's like blood from a stone with these people, but uh I don't know. Hard, it's hard to say. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure once all is said and done, like, and who knows? Like, I mean, there's still several, like many weeks. I mean, we're like, we're less than halfway through. Yeah. So who knows? Um, but I was saying, like, if this trend continues the whole show, I feel like we'll get some fucking like YouTube dickhead doing like a fucking like a think piece video on this or something. Like, oh, why season two of Fish Tank failed? Like, well, that, I almost be, hope it. it does fail so that they learn some lessons. Right. And go into season three and go, okay, well, let's not do that again. Right. Like, w w yeah, what I want is for it to do well enough that they actually make a third season. Right. But do poorly enough that they're a little shaken by it. Right. And like, just go like, yeah, we have to try a little harder now. And like, may maybe they'll be a little more productive in the, uh, the off season by, you know, maybe having their process down a little bit better now or something. I don't mm -hmm. know, you know. Um, yeah, it is frustrating to watch and just like kind of. I mean, and like I know that like hindsight's twenty twenty, and probably a lot of things seem easier from the outside. But it is frustrating to watch and see like obvious ways that they can improve the format, and like nothing, none of it ever seems to get done. Um, right. Because like, like I mean, the, the principle again is easy. It's like it's it's a game show. You need to have contests that are winnable and incentivize people to like compete. And you need to have contestants that want to win. Like that's the core of the game show. The rest is like bonus, like all the flavor shit's fun, but like it's like what you need for it to be. And like, if you make it that way, you don't need to rely on like all these gaslight bits. Like, cause that's my whole thing too is like, I think the gaslighting bits are funny. I think that like a lot of the shit they do is really funny, but like you don't need to rely so exclusively on like gaslights and like, uh, meta shit like the whole like oh are the actors or are they not like that ambiguity like that stuff is old pretty fast it would have been romance. funny for like the first week right the, the, and the romance shit gets old like that got old on that. almost like, immediately in in all ways that they because they've relied on it so in, for so many different things in the season like it was like trish ck taylor you know even jc a little bit like there's a lot of things like that that have the, the taylor J, tj one was at least moderately interesting Sure, definitely better than the other stuff, but um, all I mean is that all that sort of shit, gaslight, meta, romance, fake bullshit, rely on ambiguity, like just, you can do some of that, 
on the side, like when there's not challenges happening, but you need to have it be an actual fucking game show, you know, like there needs yeah. to be competition and stakes. And stuff. Yeah. Instead like, of Jet Neptune's Friend Simulator. Exactly. Yeah. Which has um, been uh, which has been a long time complaint about the show. So well, it's like it's like, you know, you could still have that aspect. Like, I think it would still exist even if you had the actual content. It's just you need the actual content to eliminate yeah. the uh, sort of complaint. The Friend Simulator thing needs to be secondary. You can still have it, but it has to be secondary. I think basically the, the the takeaway is like this season I'm intrigued to see what they do with what they have at hand because yeah like it is a compound issue and I think they've been like like I I, I would like to see them salvage something from this like that's really compelling um, and I think there's still the possibility they could you know but uh, but if they don't though and then another season comes around and it seems like it's shaping up the same way that would be a good way for to get the audience to check out pretty fast I think yeah oh yeah because. I, I could bear one season of it if the promises will learn from this. But if they don't learn from it again, then that bodes poorly for them. You know what the best way to learn from it is? Hmm. Hire me as head writer. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the thing. It's like You can hire us as a head, head writer, or if your venture collapses because you keep sucking ass at it, maybe, you know, maybe a certain wide media group, you right. know, on the upswing, maybe we just steal your idea. Right. You know? Right. You know I how there's that one guy in chat, Odebod6 or whatever his name is? Yeah. They keep spamming, like, for him to be put in the next season or whatever. Yeah. We should be doing the same thing, but spamming beefy boys for head writers. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> do that. And, you know, if they don't take us a head writer, what's going to happen is we're going to take Oddbod. Right. He's going to be a contestant on season one of uh, Bear Cage. Ooh, I like that. Wait, why not yeah. Bear Cave? Bear Cave could work too, I guess. Well, I guess I went with cage because it's like like a tank. It's like an enclosed area. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, the cave for the, the cave name actually works better if you do the other idea you mentioned, which is making it less Big Brother and more Survivor. Yeah. God, that that's, would be that's, such a, that's such a legal liability. Get this beefy boys. So it's got to be the cow pen. Ooh, I don't hate that. Well, it depends, right? Because we're currently on the the beef stream, right? Well, White House and I think the beef the beef stream is kind of like an unofficial name. The official name of the show is the Beefy Boys, right? All I'm saying is that like the beef the beef element, right? Right. For the stream, it's a particular property, but like it's still subsidiary to the overall thing. I feel like and. Like right, maybe maybe a show we produce isn't beef themed. Maybe it's bear themed. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I get what you, I'm, I'm smelling. What you're stepping in. Yeah, I, actually, I'm hoping they pull uh, it together, man. When they pull it together. I mean, I mean, if if they keep doing what they're doing, there's still going to be some funny bits, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, just, it's not a it's not a bus. It's just I, not I think as good the as problem is just that like in doing it the way they've been doing it, it's like it's a lot of watching for just the occasional really peak moment and it's like i can kind of just get the whole experience from just watching clips now yeah unfortunately like because it, season it's one kind of like, like come full circle yeah from yeah, like season one was like not very clippable to right. this one is just you can literally just live off clips right and like and then there's like the daily recaps that one guy does which summarize the whole thing pretty well like there's right. a lot of ways like to which i mean to be honest I, like if you're trying to be a productive, normal person, that's probably for the best, honestly. But like, 
at the same time, it's like I would like something to be so good that I have a hard time pulling away from it. Like that that would be success for them. Um, and by proxy for the for the viewer base too, if it's that if it's that interesting and that addictive or whatever. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I I don't think I'm totally blackpilled on it at this point. I just think that I would like. I'm to, just not optimistic. I would just like to be given some white pills, is all you know. I would just like. Oh yeah. You know, I got a white pill for you. I don't think you do. Uh, okay. I don't think you do. I Maybe I just like I like, like if I'm being honest. Like if I'm being honest, I don't think you do. Your multivitamins are white. Uh, I think mine are. Yeah. Hmm. They're looking off gray. All right. What else we got on the rundown for tonight? You tell me. Um, I am. I looked over. Nothing. We have nothing. Season premiere. Well, I think I talked about doing the BPs tonight, but we're already two and a half hours, so. That's fine. And I mean, the BPs oh, are kind of a big Actually, thing. no, that, that's not true. We're only at an hour and 35 minutes. Sorry, I'm, I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, we could do it if you want to. I mean, I don't know if I have the energy right now. Like, I, Oh, I see what this is. I, w- I woke up really early this morning and didn't I take a nap. I see what this is. I see what this so, is. A low impact, you know. Uh, I see what this low is. Low energy tavern. Low energy yeah. tavern. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Man, I, I uh, thought if, I if thought we need, you were if, a real one. If we need content. I can call this uh, insurance scam number and see what what happens. I wouldn't. Okay. Ooh, I mean, Dude, we the, could, the last calling segment didn't go too hot. No, it, it didn't. Wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. It was. It was rough. It was rough. It wasn't that bad. Like, it was I'm rough. Like a, I'm not a professional phone guy, but well, maybe you should. Have you thought about being a professional? It, was, it guy? wasn't that rough. I mean, I just you know. <sighs> I don't know, man. It was pretty rough. I think you guys are exaggerating that. It wasn't your best work. No, it wasn't your best work. Well, what, country what mile. Work? Uh, good question. What is your best work, actually? Probably a shoot. I don't know. I honestly can't think. Uh, I mean, I mean there, there's maybe maybe beefyboys.wim. Well, I guess. I mean, well, what do you think is your best work? Uh, look, I'm not good at self appraisal. I don't. Oh, here, yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't remember these things. Here we go. Yeah, myself. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Well, if we really wanted the other guys to uh, check out, we could talk about photography. I mean, what do you do? You have a particular photography thing in mind tonight or not really okay well not really a photography thing but i mean i had a talk about it earlier is you know, going down in new orleans oh that could be fun hmm? maybe, maybe stay at the uh ritz carlton huh? you boys how ever that, how much does that run you uh about 500 jesus a night huh? uh yeah that sounds about right so just talk about, I guess. Uh, yeah, the Ritz-Carlton in New Orleans. Uh, well, it's only three hundo uh, in the off season. But that's not as bad. wait, that's there April first. What the hell? Why is it April first? No, I want today, dog. What is today? Third, and then check out. Prices might be a little bit lower mid mid month, but 
because like there might still be holiday holdovers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about it's about four four fifty five hundo. Yeah, but man, those places. So I was re I was reading about it earlier, and take your time loading. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not doing a show. Hey, all right. Um, I was reading about it and like all the like all the uh, stuff it has now. Honestly, uh, I hate to be rude here, but I'm gonna have to ask uh, Tony and Prude to please be quiet for this segment. This is a rich people segment. So, uh, you, you saying I I haven't grown up with money? Si- silence, poor. Been to rich people. Si- you saying oh, my family oh, wait, doesn't wait, 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 own wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Devin, sorry, you're excluded from this segment. Well, I'm spirit. No, you're not. Um, so this place is really nice. What really got me though was um the davenport lounge enjoy cocktails and light fare as well the sounds of resident musician jeremy davenport and his band wednesday through thursday and friday man how nice does that sound guys you know maybe maybe sit down with a nice cigar you know that's not going to be happening in there really it'll be it'll be non-smoking you think so yeah you'll be able to smoke outside but no, I bet you can smoke in here. Oh man, look, man, look at that. That's fun. Let's see what you see there. You see kids, which means no smoking. Where did? Where did? You, how did you see kids? Picture. Look at the fucking image. God, usually you pick them out first. <laughs> wow, that's messed up. There's wow. well, no. Shit. In fact, I think this is more against you because there's no one in this picture that's like under twenty five. Incorrect. Bottom left. Yeah, that's really the curly that's a woman. There. That's a woman. Well, women are basically children, for one. No, that's not. That, no, that's a woman. That is literally a woman. Anyway, there. No, there ain't no smoking in there. Hmm. A indoors. B white walls. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then maybe now. Okay, that's Plus, your best mo- point. Smoking's cringe. So C. It's the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's a cigar, man. Come on. But it's not a cigar lounge. Business casual. God, they have a dress code. That's so fucking. Shut gay, the fuck. Dude. God, shut up. This is why I said poors can't talk during this segment. <laughs> this is why I said poor is, people. Business casual or smart casual is the <laughs> easiest dress code to meet. It basically just means don't dress like a poor. Right. My dress code is I'm paying for your services. Give me the fuck what I want and don't say shit to me. God. And that works fine in McDonald's. Yeah. Where you oh, will you be while the rest of us are here. Oh, I don't got wearing a wearing wearing nice uh, nice sweater and some khakis. I'll be out absorbing the true local culture. Jesus, the old. Never mind. I gotta say that. <laughs> so gonna... with the other homeless people. Yeah, so that's where that's where I was getting at, <laughs> and maybe him absorbing something from said homeless people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Get his ass. I, that's is indeed what will be happening. Yes. Um, I did notice there are some actually some nice places. There's a, I did laugh at this. There's a place across, like directly across the street, just like a basic ass like Chinese place. Cool sign. Actually has, I mean, actually has decent fucking food more or less. I think it's just a pork cup. No, that's fish. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, that's just a big old. uh, It's just slop. That's mapo tofu. Just some slopper. Not loving the pale shrimp in that fried rice. Yeah, that's not ideal. Although we know who the shrimp fried rice is targeted towards. Are you shrimp fried that rice? Yeah. Man, that's some some good looking lo mein, too. That's disgusting looking lo mein. What? 
Okay. I, All right. be, okay. I am beyond that on. I am just, I'm not even going to engage with that. It was pathetic. You're pathetic. No. Yes. I'm a connoisseur. Look, I, connoisseur. Look, I know my low main. That was not good. Oh, you grew up in a sewer. You're a connoisseur. Get his ass. Yeah. Drag his ass. Maybe, maybe I did. Yeah, drag his ass. Yeah, man. Look at this. Look at this. This just looks fancy. Cress. Wait, we have a Cress building. Hmm. What if it's the same one? Hold on. It looks like I it's even like. Cent store. What's nice. that? I was just reading the. Uh, it's five, ten, and twenty-five cent store. I like that. And like the Cress even like looks the same. How do I? It's gonna open up and the rusty chandelier. You know that place is gonna have some weird shit. No, I actually like the rusty chandelier. That's a that's well, a well, decent like weird, one. Yeah. Like eclectic, I guess. Oh I yeah, say. yeah, very eclectic. They've got a uh, a big old thing of Mary in there. It's pretty based, actually. Yeah, I think that's the same. I think that's the same crest, actually. And it's kind of different, actually. I wonder who the I would, never mind. I actually, I I'll think I actually, Crest family. Yeah, I think I actually just figured out who the Crest family is, hmm. and maybe their potential ancestry. Hmm. Hmm. You noticed something? Did you? Uh, yeah, I was doing a little noticing. Yeah. Man, oh, across, I'm not allowed to do that. Across the street is real rough. There's a smoke shop, a very sketchy looking spa, shitty jewelry play. Man, yeah, there's Bob Craft. <laughs> I got I, I got it. I got I, it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Man, I guess what the, story uh, what's that what's that chain of stores that's like something in between a grocery store and a pharmacy that's like New Orleans You know what I'm thinking here. Uh, I don't actually. By you I mean Tano. I don't uh, actually. I went I went in one for the first time when I was in New Orleans the other day. I've now gotta think of it. Ugh, Jesuits. It was like this really, really perfectly laid out, like everything you need, nothing you don't kind of grocery store place. It was really cool. And you say it's between like a grocery store and a pharmacy? Maybe I'm maybe I'm stretching on the pharmacy, but uh, Dollar General. I think it's another <laughs> one of those places. It's kind of like uh... Dollar General. Yeah, f f fucking Dollar General, dude. No, no. Known no. pharmacy. He said he was stretching on the pharmacy bet. This place is known for like the uh, the stuff that they make themselves, like their their deli and food stuff. They churn their own ice cream. Oh, a bodega. No, it's not a bodega. I feel like it's a bodega. Fuck is the name of that place? Hang on, I'll find. Oh, it. oh uh, Rouses, Rouses, Rouses. Oh, I've never, I would never got. I don't, I've never heard of that. Here's another hotel, Roosevelt. Uh, Ronda Rousey. God, I hope not. You know, uh, no. I, I really hope not. I can't stand Ronda Rousey. Well, she's oh. now jobbing in some F tier company. So. Who's she, she want for now? Is she in Ring of Honor now or something? Oh, is she really? That's something that, like that. That's I think she did a one off in Ring of Honor. What even are which is, Jesuits? Which is AEW C tier, so yes. What even what? What even are Jesuits other than Satanists? Uh, they're, they're, actually, uh, they're actually, aren't they like subsidiary to the Catholic Church? Jesuit member of the Society of Jesus, a Roman Catholic order of religious men founded. So how? So they're Catholic. How is it different like, from Catholics? They're, they're basically like an official missionary branch. Um, I think. 
I think they have I always specific. kind of saw them as like a Catholic and Freemason hybrid. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that's why. That makes I think that's why there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about them. Yeah, and by and conspiracy, I was about to say, and by conspiracy theory, I mean 100 percent true. So true. Oh my god, look at this Italian place. Oh my god. You a big fan of the giant pepperoni? Yeah, I am actually big yeah. giant pepperoni this guy. Crazy because I actually really like the small. Oh my one. god, look at that lasagna! Jesus, I'm, I'm liking Christ. the lasagna. Yeah, not liking the pizza. I think lasagna might legitimately be one of the worst foods out there. Shut the fuck up! Shut Jesus. the fuck! Up. Shut the fuck! I'm not doing this. Christ. No, 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 never mind. No, I'm not. No, 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 not doing it. It's just everything bad. Like you got a yep, bunch yep, of that, good things. You're you're a good thing. And then Wait, you add fuck. cheese and mix them together. It's a little. All right, I'm not doing what about this what about when it's based on a like bachamel or whatever? Like it's based on a white sauce instead of a. Bachamel. I'll put a fucking white sauce for you. Get his ass. Dude walked right into that one. Well, I'm just I'm saying if he likes the white sauce, maybe. The roast. Have you thing. ever seen me get a white sauce? I'm just I'm just saying it could replace the cheese and then you're not. No, I don't. I do. I do not take white sauce. Okay. Only on Tuesdays. <laughs> Get his ass. This uh, this Roosevelt is actually really nice, too, as well. Is that right? This looks yeah. like the set of that scene in. uh, What is it? We're, the fucking movie. It's getting the, less. The it's, getting, it's getting less funny by the second. The one with Donald Trump being like, "Oh, it's down to the left." Yeah, yeah. that's Home Alone. That's the one. Well, this is a this is a Waldorf story. That was a um, park park plaza. Yeah. Is that what it is? Park. New York thing. Um, no. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. It's the Plaza Hotel. Yeah, Plaza Hotel. It's just Plaza Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, which is just just the Plaza. It's also a five-star hotel. Oh, see, I was I was having so. I was having this discussion earlier, and I feel like uh, Tim and probably maybe even Tony will agree with me on this. It's like I I won't stay in anything under a three, and I'm even wary about threes. You want to stay in like a casual motel on the road? No. Oh hell no! Hell no! Nothing with a uh, nothing with a number in the name of the of the train. Right. I would rather stay. I would rather stay in my truck at that point. Yeah, no Super Eight, no Motel Six. Did I stay in any places that had number in the name on my way out here? I think they weren't numbered. Unless uh... okay, so the caveat here is if it's like an obviously like locally owned thing, in which case, yeah, you you can roll the dice on that one. Well, so I I stayed <laughs> a lot of a lot of my nights on the way out were around the sixty dollar mark. Woof. That's gonna be two star at best. That's yeah. That's yeah. I think two usually. Two to one star. Like I, I was upset stars. when the Winfrey and Hoover was knocked down from a four to a three. Like that upset me, like on a personal level. Now the star rating system, to my understanding, it's actually based upon amenities they have, isn't it? Like it's not just. It's arbitrary. actually no, because it's. See, I'll stay in like a Holiday Inn or something like that, and those are usually two stars. Like yeah. they're they're typically fine. Yeah, 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 yep. But I mean, that's they have like the brand name recognition going for them. But yeah, if you're a five star hotel, you. It's one of those things that's like you're not going to have those amenities unless you also have the reputation and uh, cleanliness, I guess the word is, <laughs> to also be a five star. Uh, I'm not I'm not explaining this well. So here's the thing. I'll say this of the places I stayed on the way out. None of them were dirty. They were all pretty clean. Um, worked well enough. for my purpose. Did I ever tell you my, my Ritz Carlton in Orlando horror story? No. 
so this was a handful of years ago. Um, so one one a trip through work to the Daytona 500, but they had a staying at the Ritz in Orlando. Oh shit! Is that Nick? Oh, huh? Fish tank thing. Oh. And uh, so got down there. It's and this Ritz Carlton. I, I guess they they may have remodeled it since I've been there, but it was basically like maybe one step above shag carpet. Like the place was a shit. Where was, was this? Carpet. In Orlando. Really? When? What? When was this? This would have been 2017. Oh wow! So I mean, relatively recent. Yeah. This is pretty recent. Yeah. So like, I'm down there for huh. what's supposed to be this great. Like, it's an all expenses paid trip, and go down there, get all this you know private access shit and whatever. And this Ritz Carlton is just dog shit. Like the place smells bad. None of the restaurants are fucking open except for one. And that's wild. It has a 4.7 uh, ranking on Google, man. Yeah. When, I, when I'm telling you this place wasn't now, they may have redone it since I was there, but this place was an absolute dog. And we're talking. Yeah. Like, look at that carpet. That doesn't even look that does. That looks like a Holiday Inn. This look, yeah, it, it was it, there was nothing differentiating this from a Holiday Inn unless you got out and around the hotel like that. Like in the right. surrounding areas were nice. The rooms were complete dog shit. Huh, that's weird. It was so it one I of those things. Room service because I can't find a fucking restaurant that's open on the property. And we're talking during the Daytona 500. Like this is not like weird off right type shit. I end up ordering uh, this bowl of spaghetti bolognese off of the room service menu. How much do you think I paid for a bowl of spaghetti bolognese with two pieces of garlic bread and a can of Dr. Pepper? What kind of bowl are we talking? Are we talking like cereal bowl it's, it's or like, like salad no, bowl? No, no, decent size, like dinner plate bowl uh, style. $35. No, hold on. In 2017 in Orlando. 2017 Orlando. And I'm talking I'm talking out the door. Right. Two two pieces of garlic bread, no drink? Uh, a can of Dr. Pepper. Can of Dr. Pepper. 68.35. It was in between. It was about 55 bucks. Jeez Louise. Was it any good? It was mid. It was oh. like, it wasn't bad, but it was nothing that justified the price. And, and you couldn't find a fucking, you, you could not, unless you got an Uber and got offsite, you could not find a place to fucking eat. A stay that changes you, Tim. Would you say that that stay changed you? Yeah, it fucking changed me, all right. <laughs> okay. The, uh... Marriott is in downtown Knoxville. It's kind of nice when I stayed there. I was shocked to find out Knoxville has zero five-star hotels. Not a single one. doesn't surprise me. The Tennessean is the only, like, big one. I think it's only, like, a four, and maybe not even. Knoxville just seems like a really overlooked city in general in a lot of ways, you know? It it 100% is. Like, even to the extent that, like... Yeah, it's a four star. So I mean, it's pretty nice. Like, don't I'm not hating on the Tennessee and it's just, you know, it's not a four star. I mean, a five star, um, even to the extent that like, because, you know, they have like that big thing going on with Amtrak, like Amtrak just refuses to like, right, stop there, even though they're like all around it. Like, yeah, Knoxville is like one of the more like forgotten big American cities. It's just so strange because East Tennessee is a pretty significant region overall. And like, they just. It's like it's like the anchor city, you know, it's like it's just right. weird. Who does the official star ratings for hotels? Um, I'm not uh, certain. Me. Hotel star rankings America. Because there's different people that do it for different. Uh, it's the star rating of hotels. Uh, I don't think it says, actually. Well, that downtown Marriott doesn't look too bad. Um, Let's see. Internationally... Yeah, my family's got an inn at Marriott, so that's where I usually stay. 
Oh yeah, you get the, you get the deals. We we got a we got a connection. Very nice. I don't know. Obviously, they're saying how it works, but nobody's saying like who. Yeah, like there's official and unofficial, right? So, like I can give you probably the nicest. I wouldn't even call it a hotel. I'd call it an inn. Mm. So it's in it's in uh, Bristol, or Virginia side Bristol, which might as well be Tennessee. Mm -hmm. But the uh, the nice wander inn and vineyards. Yeah. Pretty fucking elite looking place. And the service is top notch. They got a tasting room and all that. It's like some, it's hot. It's for, you know, wine enjoyers. I'm not is, this, is this like some fucking like arcane knowledge or something? I can't find out who actually ranks the hotels. Seven stars. Sounds like fucking Dave Meltzer's in charge of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I see a little overview here of how they're ranked, but it's not saying who the authority is. Yeah. Oh my god, look at this place. The Galleria Vic Milano. Man, holy crap, that's nice. Not a not a big Italy guy though. Apparently the preeminent company who awards stars is Forbes Travel Guide. Uh oh, formerly Mobile yeah, that's Travel Guide. Sports. Okay. God, I love how ostentatious all this Dubai shit is. Dubai is cool. It is, it is cool, it is cool, but I mean, it is the definition of ostentatious. Okay, so Forbes has not yet rated this place. Soon to be rated. Okay. Verified I'm, luxury. I'm confident they'll give it at least a three. So the other thing looking at this Marriott downtown Knoxville is that like, you know, low-end maybe 150 for a night for a four-star, and it looks pretty nice. It's like, that's about the highest end, like, lodging you ever need outside of the home, in my opinion. I'm gonna... I'm Contrary to what Tay may think here, I'm gonna I'm gonna diverge a little bit from his opinion on this. I I don't think I'd enjoy staying in a place that's over a four. Oh, I okay. I think I think a four is the sweet spot. I think it's just there's a point where you know it's a similar thing like I was saying about the dress codes and like or like fine dining, right? When you go to like a like a small plates place, it's like there's a point where like you might do it once in your life if you're like a plub just for like the experience, but like. For routine dining, I'd find it stuffy and uncomfortable, you know? Like, it's just not my cup of tea. You will find fine dining, I don't mean really fine dining, in a four-star hotel. When you get into the five stars, you're, you're getting just plain into the goofy shit at that point, in many cases. I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel at home in both. So, like, what, what I mean is, like, like, if I had the opportunity, the money, and the time, or whatever, like, would I go to the French Laundry, like... If I had the chance just for the experience, sure. But I would probably only ever do that once in my life, and I wouldn't make a habit of that sort of time. You just experience. you just know for this picture, they looked across the entire city to find one white shoe shine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they and and they had to compromise to find for the black guy to be getting his shoes shoes shined. Like that was they this was an all-day affair. This picture was shot at four in the morning because they spent the entire day trying to find one white shoe shine. Okay, I'm saying nope. I'm the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. This is man. But yeah, see, I don't know. My universal truth for five star hotels is that I've never liked the food. See, but that's 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 the thing. That's my grandmother. You're not supposed to like the food. It's oh like no, I'm saying like like my love of this kind of stuff. Fun. That's that's my grandmother in me. That's Beverly speaking. Mm. Right. 
Cause that was, that was her, you know, she was, she thought she was it. She wasn't, but she thought she was. You know, what's a great compromise in my mind. Like, like just like, this is a real sweet spot. Just like just to have the best Western, you know? Okay. Uh, we're ending the stream right now. Cause I need to go get in my truck and drive to Knoxville and murder you. What's wrong with the best Western? Everything. Best Western is not a good pick. Everything. It's, it's, it's 80 bucks and it looks good. No, it does not. But Farragut, it, it'll be respectable. If you want to die. Yeah. Let's check the, not a bad place. Let's check the best Western in New Orleans. That's probably worse than the one in Farragut, I can tell you that. Um, I agree with that. I have a feeling you're actually about to be wrong, weirdly enough. Yeah, you're actually about to be really wrong. Okay. It's oh, actually okay, so. it's actually fairly oh. nice. What the hell? That actually has some soul with a V, you would say? Oh, it's a three-star. No wonder. Jeez. Oh, well. Best Western. Man, they're, they're kind of one of those places that's kind of like upped their image a little bit, you know? Best like Western Best, blow up. Best Western kind of there, I think, in the 90s and the aughts kind of hit rock bottom where like Best well, the, Western was uh, like where you stayed if like you were poor. The Farragut location is also three star. I don't know. I remember being a kid. Uh, Best Western was still regarded as better than the, like the real bottom tier shit. Yeah, so. but it was like it was like one of the entry tier like ones. It was still they pretty float, low. Uh, yeah, they, but they've they they've, up. Yeah, look at this place. Well, the one oh, Lenore City is a two star. Well, Lenore Alcoa City. Is Lenore is City is a two star city. So, but like I said, Farragut Farragut's a three star, so that's pretty good. Oh, look at the uh, bar. Wow, the bar. That's nice. Look at this place. Nice. Oh, the little courtyard. Wait, hold on a second. Hmm. No, okay. Go so on. I was say, that looks real that looks super familiar, but no, it's that wasn't where I was thinking. Well, like here's a good buy. If if somebody was coming here to stay around the airport for eighty bucks a night, we got the quality in Alqua, two star. Oh, you 80, do not say it a quality in. Eighty bucks a night. No, look, their name reflects their values. You go there for quality. I tell you what, this place is good, gumbo shop. Yeah. That's what I, that's what that's what I was thinking of. Like when I saw yeah, that little court. That's what you're going. Oh, I love the combo shop, man. This place is good. Big gumbo guy. <laughs> yeah, you guys know what I mean. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, y'all know what I mean. Yeah, that's oh, what's yeah. good. I want to go to New Orleans now. What an interesting photo, though. Don't you already want to go to New Orleans? I I essentially almost always want to go to New Orleans. I love New Orleans. It's one of my yeah. favorite places, yeah. It'd be, it'd be a good, uh, good place for photos. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, man, I, I was thinking, man, I got this nice new camera. I got this laptop. I'm not getting to Orleans. Yeah. Sadly, no clue. Yeah. Well, what, one, one, one day I'm just going to hit the group chat, right? And I'm going to be like, hey, guys, what's up? Guess where I am? And you're all going to be like, oh, at your house, dumbass. It's like, no, nah, dude, I'm, in, no. I'm at the Ritz-Carlton. Would, would, right? would y'all pop? For the Ritz? Yeah. For God. me, as a value-minded individual, <laughs> I'd pop more. <laughs> New Orleans is such a shithole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look at this. This just fucking sucks. Doesn't, the Ritz doesn't pop me. I'm what pops you? What pops you? Oh, hotel-wise? Yeah. Here's what would make me pop. If you said, you know what, instead of 500 for a night at the Ritz, I'm spending uh, five nights at a $100 a night place. If you told me that, I'd pop. That's uh that's value minded. Why, why would you, why would, why would you ever spend five five if you're spending a long time at a place, you can't go that cheap. If you're spending a long uh, time in a place, it ain't gonna be New Orleans. What what hundred nights 
premium 100 nights a luxury experience i mean you're you're easily spending 800 plus to stay at the win in vegas a night hey man which is crazy because when i've looked at vegas prices like if you're scouting deals you can find places that are relatively cheap for like we've talked about this before and like my general thing is like while i'm very interested in the concept of vegas spiritually it's, i feel like it exactly it yeah. spiritually damages you it, it has to, it has to there's no way it doesn't i think it's fun to see once in your life at least but i'm uh, hey i've tread. been twice and that's too too many tread <laughs> with care my friend tread with care i gotta go in february for a meeting and it's gonna make double digits for me jesus really? how do you how do you how do you spiritually prepare for that have a good time man just uh relax honestly if you re- if I really want to go there and like do the Vegas thing, I will pick it. I will pick one show that I want to go see. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually. Um, oh, usually you're, you're a big show game. guy. Not really. I feel really? like that's probably one of the better things to do there if you're not a drinker, though, because what else are you going to do? Well, I mean, uh, like Cirque du Soleil pops. Sure. I will go see Cirque du Soleil anytime I have the ability. You, by the way, you never really answer. Oh, don't show that on stream. You never oh, really. What, pop, what would pop me on a hotel? Yeah, what would pop you on a hotel? I'm not going to lie to you. That place that we were looking at earlier, the Roosevelt, that would probably pop me just because it's a place I've never stayed. Well, that's that's a that's a Waldorf. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like the places with the cool names in general, like the Ritz. It's like, yeah, like when I was going back and forth between uh, Georgia and D.C., when I was in D.C., I was staying at the Ritz for a week every other month. Like it's just based. like it's nice, but yeah. based. A Waldorf would probably pop me. I don't think I've ever stayed at a Waldorf now that I think about it. Well, the Roosevelt, my mom was talking about, it's, apparently it's not like really, really like super unreasonable. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, apparently, like at a certain point in time, they, uh, you know, we were down there a lot. My family, not me. This is pre pre Taylor. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to imagine such time, but apparently it existed. So I've been told um, must have been terrible Reported on like stone tablets 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. That joke hasn't been done to death. Um, they it used to be just the Roosevelt. It wasn't like it's it's the Roosevelt, New Orleans, a Waldorf Astoria. So it's not actually a Waldorf. It's just like a they bought it, but it was just the Roosevelt. And apparently they had like, I don't know, some champagne brunch thing down there or something. Uh, very, very classy, which uh, I don't know why we got invited, but. That's uh, because I invited you. Oh, that was nice of you, which would right? also have made you old. So, well, you know, I'm uh, I'm a bit beyond the concept of age. Based. Oh, hello. Yeah. Ooh, that was good. Not in the legally questionable. Way, shout out! Way. Shout out to this. Oh, it's a woman. Shout out to this woman who had to frame it just perfectly. So her clubmaster, knockoff clubmasters, by the way, not actual Ray Bans, are in the shot. Oh, that reminds me of that guy. Remember that uh, yogurt or ice cream place in uh, Maryville we were looking at that time? And that guy had it perfectly posed to where he was taking a picture of his ice cream. But in the background was his Porsche and his keys <laughs> were right next to him. So it was it was made very clear that it was his Porsche. It's like, God, yeah. what a what a son of a bitch. Does a, does a Porsche pop you? No. I don't really, I don't, ironically, so ironically, when it comes to cars, I go in the opposite direction of what you would expect, right? Like the more fancy, I don't really pop for, but you get down to like a Dodge Challenger, 
Oh, I'm I'm going crazy. The last V8 challenger just rolled off the line, by the way. Don't tell me that. I don't tell me that. It is it is it's so over. Dude, I'm just like I'm just saying, like if 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 we're ever like when sorry in the future like when we're at a point where we're extremely wealthy right because of our ventures mm -hmm. right. and y'all are ever thinking of like something's like you know you know like way later on down the line you know when i'm older and like you know a big a big birthday like 60 when you're older shut the fuck up when i'm like 60 or something um and don't come up with a joke so oh you mean in five years um well you know like <laughs> oh, you like a, you like a oh, big one like you like a retirement gift or something right okay get me a 68 a 69 dodge challenger Oh, five years ago. Right, uh, yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, that's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. That joke is, Thanks. you know what's funny about that? That joke's never been made. You're the first one to ever make that joke. Oh, it's a pretty good joke, so I'm kind of surprised mm -hmm. it's never been made. Yeah, no, can I just it's... give you, like, a Dodge Challenger money and you can select your own car? Oh, I hate, no, God, I hate, oh, God, you're going to get me started. Well, because you you like, that's, no, 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 that's even better, because you no, get luxury I'm, of I'm choice. Down here. You, you, you don't want the labor pains. You just want the damn baby. Just give me the car. Don't yeah. make me go pick out which one. Yeah, but like, okay, so for me, if somebody gives me a car, I would be upset if it was the wrong trim or color or whatever, you know? I mean, it's going to be used. It's going to be, I'm going to, oh, I'm getting one. We're talking, we're, okay, I thought we were talking the level of success where we're buying new. Oh, I yeah, will first Brand off. new 1969 car. Yeah, yeah let me get right on that. Oh, I didn't hear him say that. When the you clearly either. didn't hear him say they're not making V8s anymore. What's even the point well, of buying buy one you, at that I was going to buy you electric one, whatever. Okay, all right. Now you're just trolling me. I, I thought that you'd enjoy that. Yeah, thank you. Green. Yeah, yeah, because that's why you buy a muscle car for it to not make any noise. No, they'll add the like speaker you know, that makes the You're too choosy. I'm, I'm oh, buying no. you a fucking Tesla and you'll be happy with it. God, they, some of those electric cars, they have fake engine noise mods. In the, Do they yeah, really? About. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah, the, uh, that's yeah, disgusting. The, yeah, the Mach-E Mustang, the fake Mustang. Has well, in, that's some, disgusting. in some use cases, they I'm need angry to make about noise that. for safety purposes, too. I'm angry um, about that. Well, no, this is a people got upset that their car like it, they thought it was weird that yeah, it wasn't making noise for the added muscle added ones it's yeah. for boomers who can't tell that the car's on right. jesus christ i don't think this is exclusive to the mustang i think this is a more common thing than that which is, which is really gay because if you could have less noise that's better always this is a terrible statue what the yeah, hell I, mean, I did um i remember we, we were going to talk about this at one point but i did test drive a lightning for a day an f-150 lightning and then a mustang mach -E. i drove them each for a day just to kind of check them out yeah thoughts and the uh, I was a little surprised that the lightning didn't. You would think that the truck would be the one they'd focus the fake engine noise stuff on. Right. But it was it wasn't a thing in the lightning. Only in the Mach E. Uh. Hmm. But the uh, that lightning was um, I liked the drive a bit better than a gas F one fifty. It's probably more responsive. I bet. No, it's because it's heavier. Um, it it hugs the road better. It felt it felt like driving a Silverado, except it was an F one fifty with all of its comforts. I see. I can't I can't relate to driving any of those things, but. Well, yeah, I know you're like, you know, big, big vehicles are scary. Well, no, I just, you know, I've never really driven a truck at all. Let's see. Well, I, I do find it funny that like on a 80 something thousand dollar truck, they're one of the main features of the tailgate is uh, measuring stuff on it. So you know how to, you know, whip right. out your circular saw and just chop up some plywood or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because totally people, people who buy those trucks are totally doing that on the, right. on the end of their truck. The dungeon. Yeah, it's it's more or less what I expect a place called the dungeon to look like. But yeah, um, immediate access to all the torque equals goes fast. They drive heavy, so they drive nice. I don't know. I liked them. Hmm. You being a Devin being a 
a small vehicle enjoyer would probably like a Mach-E. Because it's, it's mean, small and responsive. I'm a pretty mid, mid-sized vehicle Oh, you're pretty mid, all right. Yeah, you're pretty mid, but yeah, the Mach-E is like a small, not, not quite a mid-sized SUV. It's a little smaller than that, but it's also not quite a compact. It's something in between. Let's see. Well, it's still like a sedan form factor, right? It looks like it, at least when I look at Yeah, yeah kind of like a four-door coupe, but a little bit bigger. Like I guess I guess some of the models have like a hatchback kind of situation going on. From what I yeah, they're all, they call them all five doors. Like it's it's not low to the ground like a like a real Mustang is. It's right. more up, kind of like the Sobble. Yeah, I guess I guess I I like I do like that look of like the sportier hatchback kind of style. Um, it's not terrible. My I don't was, think I'd ever buy a Ford, but this is my me. man was born to drive a Subaru. I do like Subarus quite a lot, actually. Well, yes. that's California, and that's to be expected. Get his ass. I mean, ultimately, I'm with the Kia, of course. The Kia Soul with a V. Um, but it was actually a pretty hotly contested thing because I was considering a particular Subaru model as well. But I don't uh, think I would have gotten the same value out of it. So. Crosstrek? Uh, no, not the Crosstrek. I've, I think it was just a Impreza 5-door or whatever. Impreza uh, wagon, okay. Yeah, I think that was the one. It was near the same price, but I don't think it was quite like like feature wise. It was relatively similar, but I don't think it's quite as space efficient as the Soul is, which was a little bit relevant since I was moving. Yeah. Yeah, the Amtrak coach isn't terrible, huh? What are we what are we working with here? Amtrak. Talking about Amtrak. Amtrak. Which, I mean, we said when we talked about this before was like, especially if you do like one of those passes with the multiple legs and you're never going more than, you know, however many hours per day, like coach would be bearable then. Just if I was doing straight cross country in a train, which I don't know why I ever would because flying is strictly more efficient. But I, it's not about efficiency. Listening to the VOD afterwards, by the way, this means the rich people segment is over. We're talking about Amtrak now. <laughs> oh, get his ass. Get his oh, ass. Hold, hold on. Now, if, if you could afford to take like, like a not coach, but like a higher end, I don't know what the classes are called for Amtrak, but like if you could take like a higher end first class type experience on Amtrak, that costs decent money and you're also definitely it's still miserable. Well, maybe, but like if you're doing it for the experience and if you're spending like a week doing a cross country trip on a well, I was I was doing a thinking about just taking it down to New Orleans. Okay. And it's actually pretty three and a half hours. I mean, that's not. Let's see. Did that say connecting bus? You also got to get on a bus? Yeah, what it says is private rooms not offered. Get fucked. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Well, I mean, you're only on it for a couple hours. Right? Yeah. Well, no, that looks connecting like you take bus. a three-hour bus ride to the nearest station. But why would I take what my station is here? Oh, oh, oh. Well, Hometown Laurel doesn't have an Amtrak station. Yes, we do. Probably... Yes, we do. Apparently fucking not. Well, no, we do. Oh no! The it looks like the bus itself is faster than the train. That's what it's saying. Now. Oh, that's oh, funny. Oh, 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 oh! I see. That's dumb. So that bottom, so that bottom option there, the five. Oh, I see. It's canceled. Oh, well, I guess I gotta choose a different date. Well, did you did you go to fastest or lowest? Uh, which is basically like a poor rich option. I don't. I don't know. No, click out of there. It's there's a there's a toggle right. Yeah. Right, but, but, yeah. Below where it says LAU to NOL. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem. Well, it just seems the to be... bus is both cheaper so and faster. The, the bus is thirty minutes faster than the than the actual train. Is there no, reason not to just drive? 
Um, yeah, it's called You Can Have Somebody Else Drive You. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't well, Yeah, it's called I, I Don't I was, Wanna. I was under the impression you were a drive guy. I am kind of a drive guy, but when you go to a... Oh, God, I hate to say this word. Walkable city, you know. Sure. Well, I mean, you, you park on the outskirts just long, and then you just walk the whole time. Oh, here we go. Okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, New Orleans is kind of a weirdly walkable city. Hey, they got a private room on the train. I'm not paying $351 for a three-hour thing. To not I'm, be around the peasants, though? Ooh, that's I tempting. don't. But the thing is, you know, on an Amtrak, you can walk around, so... It's part of the experience. I know? actually... I don't I don't mind, actually. I really don't mind. Yeah. Uh, you can just go to, like, the observation room, and you'll, there'll be some rich people there, too, because they're also observing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the train yeah, is... Observing from the portholes in the private room. Here's what's going to happen. He's going to book this train... And then the minute he gets off, he'll be telling us how, like, mid-train ride, he was upgrading his return trip because that fucking sucked. Now, what's going to happen is he's going to book this train and then he's just going to not go. Oh, wow. mm. Yeah, so it's like, it's 40 minutes slower or something, more or less. Oh, you just fly. That, well, first off, to fly, <laughs> yeah, I, I well, just... no, 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 I mean, it's like, literally to fly, I would have to drive all the way to here. No, I know, I know. Yeah, I, it okay. make sense. No flights was... out of Laurel International. Yeah, no flights out of Laurel Hometown International. Oh man, I thought I thought Laurel Hometown would be big enough now. You would no. think Laurel Hometown is featured on HGTV would have an international airport at this point, but no, apparently HGTV not. HGTV should like sponsor an airport in town just to get more fucking tourists in there. Just fuck the whole town. I agree. You're gonna fuck the whole town? Oh yeah. Hmm. Starting with the men. Yeah, exactly. Wait, did they bring Taylor back? Yeah, you're right here. No, Oof. I think is that. Hey, don't get us like started. Actually, don't get us started. There's, there's, in addition to our Tay, there's two other people that have been on the show this season that have the name Tay, and so then one named Summer. No, there's only a, been one person on our show this season named Tay. Yeah, I don't know. She she's working as the um, gambling person, and I can only see the back of her head. Well, that would be in character for her since she's a gambling addict. Aren't we all gambling addicts in some form? Eh, no, I'm not. I don't gamble. No, I don't. I mean, I feel actually. like you gamble with your life, with the food you eat. No, nah, I don't. I don't. Her hair was. We're not, not as doing this. Design. You're not pulling us into this. <laughs> what? What well, is that? Pulling you into what? The food bit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to repeat it. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, I yeah, I, I think this would actually be kind of fun. Yeah. Josie spot. Well, hey, here, here's the thing. Secondly, why take a train? Uh, raise your hand if you've ever driven in New Orleans. I'm guessing only Tim's hand is up. I'm not. I have never driven to New Orleans, and I'm never going to. Fuck you, that bridge over Pontchartrain. No, I mean, okay. So then you, you've also never driven in New Orleans. Uh, no. Okay. No. Then, city driving is. Then not, you would know the answer to why I'd like to take a train. There was a. Uh, it was a Nissan Altima because of fucking course it was. Right. Popped a U-turn in the middle of an intersection, overshot it, and ran over one of those uh, middle, like, it wasn't even a median. It was a full-on separator. Oh, popped Came a Yui? hard, just crushed the back bumper. Off Never the want to pop a Yui. It just kept going. It's the funniest Thanks. shit I've ever seen. Funnier yeah. than uh, a man turning his thumb into a pickle? Yeah, I mean, worst-case scenario, I mean, you could just probably just take a, get an Uber over to your hotel. Because, I mean, it is... It looks like it's only within a couple miles. You could probably just walk. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I mean, if, I would, when I had to go anywhere in New Orleans, I took an Uber. If you, you want to I mean, walk you, a couple miles in New Orleans with, with, with luggage, robbed? with luggage, no, not with luggage. It, 
Well, just, just take a single backpack. Nobody's going to know that you're like got a whole bunch of luggage. No, if you are walking in New Orleans, do not carry anything of value on you. Exactly. 100%. Well, carry carry that motherfucking thing on you and then they won't have no, I don't you think know. you can. I don't think you can in New Orleans. Hey, I don't I think mean, you can. Well, first I mean, off, first off, I'm pretty sure Louisiana is not a constitutional carry state to begin with. Secondly, I'm pretty sure New Orleans being a backwards blue city. Right, but I'm just saying if you show up to, to Nola with with a gun on your hip, and anybody tries to stop you having that gun in your hip, you can just fucking kill them, and then you still have the gun in your hip. Right, but here, here's okay, the thing. So the people that would try to stop you would be the police. So Actually, so Louisiana is an open carry state. No shot. Really? Um, and it is reciprocal on concealed carry for most pe- most places if you have a concealed permit. Oh, okay. Well, there you um, go. What about see. the city of New Orleans? Let's see. I don't think that New Orleans has any laws that go beyond the state. I can't find anything. Yeah, that's usually the case unless it's like, you know, a new, uh, Louisiana, uh, shit, L.A. Oh, yeah, 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 because the, um, the fucking, the libtards are all upset that New Orleans and Baton Rouge are among the most dangerous cities nationwide, and yet the state does not allow local officials to pass gun control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, hope yeah. Town. well so, so what it sounds like is you can go there and just start shooting everyone with your camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. You got him. Is that right? Yeah. Well, and the thing about the one backpack is, man, I can't even, I can't do one backpack because I got to carry a bunch of camera. You know, that right there, that uh, you like good look, that's a good looking yeah. pizza right there. You don't need that, that shit you clothes. showed earlier that looked was all uneven and blobby and had the burn spots on. Oh, the super pizza. Listen, uh, Devin has just exemplified why I'm not, I'm never taking him anywhere. What? You're just you're. God, how do I say this nicely? You're just a little too low class for me. <laughs> a little too low class. Right. Look, I'm just a scrappy guy, you know. I just. Uh, well, you're you're scrappy. That'd be us. You know, speaking of pithy, what's going on here? Where? Oh, I just saw is, is this prompted on the comments about how you don't need that much luggage? Because, like, what, what do you even need luggage for? Well, I mean, I need more than just a backpack. Look, you take a backpack. Most of your camera gear can fit in, like, maybe a third of the All backpack. Right, well, hold at on. Most. All right, you know where I'm lo- Hey, Tim, you know where we're losing him on this? Yeah. Because he's not bringing business casual. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, because all you need to do is bring one pair of casual pants, one pair of shoes, maybe like three shirts, and you're good. No, no, a suit bag. Yeah, exactly. For your for your jacket, for your blazer. exactly, exactly. Where, where am I going to wear a suit jacket? To? I don't know. Maybe maybe you find maybe you hear a word of like a nice like like place. a fucking funeral. Like I'm not no. going anywhere like that. Here, 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 here. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me cook here. Right. Here's how we get Dev. Here's how we get Devin business casual. You ready okay, here we go. Yeah, Devin, do you own a pair of slacks? I guess technically yes. What color? I have some khaki ones. Okay, okay, okay. Do you you do you own a black V-neck shirt? I do own a black V-neck. Yes. <laughs> you ask literally all the shirts. V-neck. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, yeah, I, actually, I, was actually, leaving, I was leaving intentionally there. Yeah. If do you, you do you own a a matching black polo to put over the V-neck? I do actually own a black polo. I'm not a fan of polos, but. Okay. Okay. I I, I get it. It's do you own one? So the key sure. is you get a thin one, right? You get a thin polo to go over the V-neck. Your body, because your body type, you can wear that and get away with it. Maybe. Look, here's the thing. So here's how you're going to do it. You're going to go slacks, polo over the V-neck, navy, thin, like a light material sport coat. 
Now we got to work on the shoes. Okay, what kind okay, of shoes? Are you, sports, what kind of shoes are you okay. Wearing? I was gonna say, I, see, I thought we were gonna leave off with the polo, and I was like, that's a little trashy still. But uh, no, what no, type no, of you shoes? You throw a sport coat over a polo is completely acceptable. Type of shoes? I mean, look, I don't have any dress shoes right now that I'm really super hot on. Um, it's definitely a two buy if I ever do you, need them. Do you own? Are you familiar with Kohan? Just like a, like a walking shoe. No. Or how about a driving shoe? You ever heard of you ever heard of driving shoes? Like I have some uh, I have some desert boots. They're they're you know they're leather. Yeah, that, yeah you're going the wrong way here. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for is something that simulates a loafer, but is comfortable to walk in. I see. So you look for something inexpensive in what's called a bit driver because that that plays like it kind of looks like a penny loafer, but it. But they it's they call me a driver uh, bits. Yeah. <laughs> they call it a bit just... driver because the thing in the middle that makes it look like a loafer is called a bit. Hence. The... I see. So you, that's your that's your fit. You throw that on, you can go. How about, how about I just do some Yeezys? Oh, some oh, Yeezy pods? Because I mean, that's like that, I mean, they're probably more expensive than whatever dress you, anyways. So you can buy a pair of you can buy a pair of drivers or something that you can go that we can wear pretty much anywhere with a sport coat for like forty bucks. Yeah, it's just I, I like the kind of the kind of, any establishment that would need that from me isn't really my cup of tea, though. It's not an issue of need. Well, who am I trying to impress? <laughs> the Every hell? fucking body. Why? Well, I got some hokas recently. How we feel oh, about hokas? Oh hell yeah, man! See, that's the but see. This is the thing, though. You're not going to be looking impressive going in there. You're going to be looking normal. If you're going right. in there acting like an asshole, trying to stick out wearing Yeezys, then yeah, you're trying to impress somebody. Like, hey, look at my Yeezys. Well, that's just because they're comfortable. And are they? I mean, so Yeezys are often made of the same material as uh, Ultra Boost, which from Adidas are quite comfortable. Okay, so I got a pair of. Um, I actually wore these when I was in New Orleans, and I wore them today to work. They're, they're Kenneth Cole Reaction uh, bit drivers. I paid forty bucks on Amazon. That's not bad. No, I mean that's not a bad fine. price. They're, they're, no, they're, comfy, they're good. I, look, I know I can. I know I can dress up on the cheap. I know that there's ways to do that. I'm not saying that's the problem. I'm just saying that like I don't want to have to dress up. Is all. <sighs> see, that's see, but that, that goes to taste point. Absolutely. Like if you're as bad as dressing up, then we can't take you anywhere. I'm yeah. saying that's uh, that's a lot of overhead for packing. And then I can't necessarily one bag my trip. You know, let's, let's see. Like, well, what you do then if you don't want to bring the other bag is you wear the blazer on the plane. Right. Maybe. Maybe. There's no maybe about it. You just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool places that don't require blazers. Oh my god, I hate this dude so much. Yeah. See, so you can you can you can literally quite literally not take him anywhere. Look, here's here's the deal. I'll wear business casual if they're paying me to wear business casual. But oh my god, if I'm not on the clock, you know, you're probably on the cock. Get his ass. Hmm. Get his ass. Is that a business casual affair? You're missing the point of the term casual, sir. Casual implies you're off the clock. Well, okay, but then then again, a lot of actual businesses will like describe the dress code as business casual and you're there doing business so it's a little a little complicated by that i would say business casual well, is a step nigga, below you ain't form- doing business business hey, casual but... is step below formal or business attire business well, i think attire that's, that's why a lot of these places have used the word smart casual instead that of business casual gear. no it's oh my god i hate you so much yeah you're you're talking about like retard casual like your idea of the cool place you're going is to the zoo mm-hmm which, in fairness, in New Orleans is accurate. It's just New Orleans. I'm just saying, I think the idea of dress codes are outdated is all. I think it's just uh, shut the fuck. Oh, I hate you so much. 
Well, look, this is one of those issues in in the U.S., right? That's pretty much entirely defined by people not wanting to be around blacks. It entirely started in the in Europe, but go off. I'm just saying, it, but it's been maintained here like, because people don't want to like feel like blacks. I like excuse just be racist as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it, it's the same. It's the same thing as like the whole thesis that like, oh, why is there a permanent black underclass? It's because we need that as like a whip to go, hey, hey, whitey, you don't want to be fucking broken living around them. You better fucking go grind for your, you know. I'm trying to the figure out why class. this doesn't feel to you. I, I don't know where he's gone with this. This I, is I'm off just the rails. Saying. Oh, miniature golf. Yeah, there you go. Now that's a good place. Now, if you're going to buy some drugs, that's where you're going. What, miniature golf? Right the fuck there. Absolutely. Really? Oh, 100%. There's a lot of drug deals going on there. Why? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a place where it's not strange that to be in close right proximity. There's the pusher. Okay. Yeah. I, well, that's just racist. Because he was white? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Albino guy? Hey man, the most dangerous kind. It, it is the most dangerous kind. Because mm -hmm. they can sneak catch. up on you. Right when you least expect it. Uh huh. It's a pop rock. Uh, it's like a giant pop rock sculpture. Yeah. Based? That's some cool stuff, man. New Orleans is a weird little city. Pop pop rocks, huh? Would would you pop for rocks? Like Europe wishes they had something as cool as New Orleans. Like that's that's what New Orleans literally is. It's like it's European like aesthetics, but then just America. Mm. They think that's what Paris is, but it's not. Yeah, because it's actually good. Oh boy, I don't like that. Well, that's that kind of is on brand for Paris. No, that's fair. It's that that actually could be. <laughs> if you showed me this and said that's a Paris gun, yeah, okay, all right. Pound for pound. Notice that's one. More... Notice that's one of their official pictures, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So pound for pound between Paris and uh, Nola, which one is more melanated at this point? Nola. New one. Okay. Not close. But New, New Orleans, but for good reason. Because, I mean, that's, yeah. it's, that's just... I mean, they were they were here when everyone else was. Like, that's, you know, they've got yeah, firecrack at it. But who was in Paris? Yeah, who was in Paris. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing where you're going. Yeah, that's, hey, you got me there. And I don't have a comeback to that one. Actually. How about when people call Paris when they when they pronounce this Paris? How do you feel about that? Pretty good, because that's how it's pronounced. It, it, it's not uh, like like the name Perry. Per, yeah. pretty, pretty good, because that's that's literally how it's pronounced. So. Well, see, here's one of those things that I don't understand. Is like for for as much for much of a uh, Anglophile that that Tay is, right? Like mm -hmm. he seems to pop a lot for French things. Yeah. Like you're really specific about Paris. And croissants. croissants. Well, like OG French things are pretty based. Yeah, we're eh. talking like like Joan of Arc based. Well, see, you gotta eh. remember. You gotta remember there no, are nothing based about a woman. There are sworn enemies, right? So, and it's one of those like blood feuds that I hate them so much that I come like almost loop back to respecting them, right? Right. Because yeah, if, if your enemy wasn't respectable, what'd that say about you? You know, exactly. I guess that, yeah. yeah, that's fair mm -hmm. enough. But now, see, here's here's the real thing. You you just you go to New Orleans, you stage out of New Orleans, and then you start heading down to round round around around these parts, Port Port yeah. Sulphur, Port uh, yeah. Port Sulphur, big Port Sulphur guy. Or you just bypass around all this shit and go to the Superior Biloxi. The uh, big Biloxi yeah. guy. Big Biloxi. Guy. Really, you're a big yeah. Biloxi guy. Love you pull, Biloxi. You pulling my leg here? No, no, no. What's what? Okay, what do you love about Biloxi? What is there to love about Biloxi? 
I actually, I unironically really, really like the Hard Rock there. Really? A, Where is the Hard Rock? great fucking hotel. It's over here. That's Margaritaville. And that's the Hard Rock. Beau Rivage, overrated. It's where the great, yes, yes. I've been, okay, so that, that's, I've been saying that for like 15, 16 years now or something. Beau Rivage, the Beau Rivage. 15, 16 years? God damn. (laughs) The Beau Rivage, when it first opened in whenever, right, was top. In 1930? Yeah, in 1930. (laughs) Was absolute peak, right? I don't know exactly when it. Opened. I'm pretty sure the bow opened in the mid 90s. Yeah, that tracks because I was the the first time I ever went there. Um, Anya's only time was big. Hold on, only time. They they advertised two thousand two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was only it was less than five years old at that point. Nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So it had just opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This place was the bee's knees. All right. It was the business. Their buffet was bar none right best thing ever i go back i think we went back like five years later buffet subpar same price as subpar oh yeah. last time i went i went in 2010 and i saw uh tony bennett perform and i ate it i ate at their steakhouse which tony hey, tony this is it even still there no i think it's an italian place now that's kind of a shame that was a good steakhouse and then like it was just it wasn't that good and like the people who had even who were even there weren't that good like there were people like seeing tony bennett all right tony bennett this guy's second or third maybe to only like dean and frank right as as far as all time goes and these people are wearing like t-shirts blue jeans my brother Crash, you are seeing one of the greatest of all time perform, and you're wearing a New Orleans Saints Super Bowl T-shirt. Yeah, the uh, the Beau Rivage, and I'm, I'm saying this in the least complimentary way possible, is the poor man's win. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. It's the win for it's, and I'm talking like it's got the same level of stuffiness. It feels depressing. The service is, you know, it. They try to put on the air like they have the quality of the service of right. the win, but it's it's not there. It's it's, it's when, empty. When they lost, because they had Cirque du Soleil there for a long time, right? Yes, they did. When they lost Cirque du Soleil, it's it over. It's over. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're you, okay. Yeah, you know, my man here knows. My man here knows. Two thousand. Yeah, when I was there in two thousand ten, I think that was like that was it. That was there was it was over, and I think at that point it was already too far gone. Well, I go the, so I go there. Um, we we split our stay the last time I was there. We stayed a couple days at the Bow and a couple days at the Hard Rock. Right. No, I have and never been to the Hard Rock. It was literally night and day as far as the atmosphere, the way you felt, the energy of the whole place from going to the bow, which felt dreary and old and dead. The Hard Rock so, is is newer though. Was it built? Yeah, it, the Hard Rock, it had just opened. It was it was like brand hammer and new when I was there. Oh, because I could have sworn it was built before Katrina. Am I tripping? Yes. Uh, no, 2007. Oh, so just after. Okay. June of 2007. Oh, that, that, they were yeah, building that. it. They were building it. Could tr- okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, think it actually, it got, I think it got pushed back because of it. Oh, shocker. That's right. Okay, that, yeah. Now this makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it had been open for maybe, when I went down there, how long ago was that? This was my first time ever going to Biloxi. And it was, I want to say it was less than a year old. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I think so, it, I think the, it was I'm, supposed. I'm, I'm I think it was supposed to open in 06, but then yeah, yeah. that tracks. Okay, but I'm telling you, it was night yeah. and day as yeah. far as going being in the bow and and being in the hard rock. We all were having a much more fun time. There was a lot more to do. No, I mean, and, and you're the... you're not wrong because, like, um, where is it? is it even still in business anymore? The Grand, I don't think it is. I think the Grand just completely went out of business. I uh, want to say right across the street from the Hard Rock. If you walk across, I think it's Beach Boulevard. I think it's gone now. I don't I, think it's. Even... I think there's a badass daiquiri bar across the street from uh, from the Hard Rock. Uh, well, there's not much there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think it. Well, I think it might be. They might have replaced it with one of those restaurants. Yeah, maybe. Or it might, or it might be a little bit further uh, if if you move right on the map. It might be a little further that way. It's mm. it's been a while since I've been. There's a McDonald's. I've been to that McDonald's. Yeah, I walked to that McDonald's. Uh, where was the where was there the Grand? That Waffle House was an easy walk too. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. And that's the right kind of Waffle House. Like you've got multiple felons working there and everything. It's the way it should be. The the Waffle House in my mind, like the Coast Waffle House. Where is it? Somewhere down here. There it is. This this is this one right here. Like this one's really this one's great because like I there was a picture of this one and it's like you know the uh, the Waffle House like emergency tier thing they talk about. Yeah. Like you can you can judge like this was st nothing else on this beach was standing. The Waffle House was still standing. Yeah, th those kind of Waffle Houses right there never get knocked down by any kind of storm. Yeah. Because, I mean, this one would have been like, because, I mean, as you can see, like, I mean, the flood was all the way back here, so. Been here before. Yeah, no, but yeah, okay, all right. Y yeah, Biloxi's pretty good. You ever been seeing the Back Bay stuff in Biloxi? No, no what, was it the Silver Nugget? No, IP Casino. Yeah, these. I, this I, know one, what you're, I know what you're talking about. Boomtown, man. Boomtown boom is like, is one. Yep. yeah, Boomtown. Like, that's the one. Like, everyone would go to. They'd never admit it because they're good Baptist, but they would. Like, everyone loved Boomtown. Boomtown is the place. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the casino you go to, but you don't tell anybody that you went to. Exactly. It's the, Ooh, it's, it's that perfect balance of atmosphere and sleaze. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what everybody said too that, that they had the best crab. Life. That was a thing. Yeah, that was 2017. You bet they ain't stacked that high no more. If they're even still there. No, business is slow. Business is indeed slow. Yeah, man, I'd I'd love to go down here. I haven't been down to the coast in a while. I actually went on. A, probably what helped my enjoyment there was when I went to the Hard Rock. I I started. I I played craps for the first time, and sure. I ended up comping the whole trip. Oh, that's, wow. I paid I paid for the entire trip off of two runs on the craps table. Like I, I, I went fucking nuts. It was crazy. This is Mary Mahomey. Mary Mahome Mahoney's is a like a really Yeah, exactly. This is like an institution, but I wanna say this is the place that like has drag queen brunches now, so yeah. Yeah. that tracks. I Although that, that that busted up fireplace is kinda keno. It is, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I love that. So, you know, everyone like talks about like the old, like, you know, jazz, old French shit like that. And there they was country on New Orleans. They don't realize that whole aesthetic extends all the way over to Mobile and that pretty much the entire Mississippi Gulf Coast and a lot of the uh, Alabama Gulf Coast, too, are yeah. that similar aesthetic. Yeah. And it gets it, it gets uh, it gets it gets glossed over, which I don't think is fair.
some of how the stuff looks even i kind of saw stuff similar in like galveston so. yeah i think it goes the other way as well but i've never actually been that way so i've never been to galveston yeah, seems all right yeah. i, I kind of liked uh, the one time i went to houston i kind of liked it there i haven't had like when i last time i went through i wasn't yet driving and uh i hear that the roads there are a fucking nightmare but the interesting thing about Houston, and I, and I know Tay can probably speak to this from, you know, where he's lived, mm. is the um, the thing that caught my eye was, was the uh, water height markers on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so fucking flat there, and, and the yeah. water has nowhere to go. Yeah. So they've got these, like, measuring poles at the side of the highway so that you can know before you approach it whether or not your car is going to fucking go underwater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The thing that was cool at Galveston was like all the buildings there that had survived the hurricanes. Like they had the old high water points on the buildings. It was like to show you how fucking swamped mm-hmm. they were when the storm surge hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Galveston is New Orleans done right from a engineering standpoint. Yeah, yeah, he ain't lying. I mean, Galveston's de- devastating hurricane that caused them to revamp everything was what 1914 or some shit yeah something like that it was a hot minute ago fast forward almost 100 years later new orleans goes through the same shit because they don't learn yeah well new orleans new orleans has a little thing called soul so yeah oh definitely with a v man you boys ever just want to get out on old marsh preserve yeah seems like a pretty Mm. difficult environment to navigate but no, never had that urge. Really? Dude, the mosquitoes as big as your fucking fist, I'm out. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. There's some cla- You just know there's some clavo ass shit out in here. This is some fucking uh true detective type territory oh, yeah. out here. Oh yeah, you know it is. That's not great for the allegations. But honestly, I think if we're being honest, I think as of today, I think we beat the allegations. Oh, they're defeated. I think that I think the allegations have been completely and totally defeated. Wow. Yeah, so right, round of applause, guys. Round of applause. There. Alright, I got up for a second, but I heard something about allegations. Well, we were talking yeah, about we, how he, we he beat, beat the yeah, we we finally beat the allegations today. Uh, how so? I mean what, I mean what do you mean? What do I mean? What do you I, mean how so? We we bullied the person making the allegations yeah. out, so Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, so we won. Yeah. We beat yeah. the allegations. Or did the allegations beat you? I don't think they did. I think I literally beat the accusations into submission. You not only denied the allegations, but you denied the alligator. And it was surprisingly easy, too. It, it was out, really easy, yeah. Turns out you can you can talk a lot of shit to the allegations, but you just got to post a couple like lewd like fake go uh, images, and that apparently makes them leave. Yeah, or I don't think it was even me. I think it was uh, might have been another idiot. I'm just gonna go ahead and bull and China shop this. Is that why Peaches isn't inside boys anymore? He was never inside boys. Oh no, he sorry, he hasn't been inside boys in months. Oh okay. Yeah, if you if you mean the community server that's now called Side Boys, yeah, he's been. I think he left over Riso being there, and then I banned Riso, but I never invited him back because I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. it's whatever. I, I like Peaches, uh, but he he circles around once a year. Or so yeah, he'll yeah, he'll be fine. He's a he's a strong guy. I mean, he let us get June out, so. Well, well you know. Yeah. Probably encouraged it as well. Yeah, that's the that's the thing I'm a little lukewarm on. I don't know. But... Oh, oh, I see now. I see. Mm, oh, do you? 
I found it. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Man, that's clever. Just a bunch of bricks out in the middle of the water. What happens there? Oh, apparently, you raised, it was... you raised the average age of schema by like four years by doing that. <laughs> apparently, it's Tower Doop. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a deep wrestling cut here, and I'm I'm gonna see who who gets it. It's Tower Dupree. Dupree. <laughs> he got it. Oh, Maxine. I uh, know the other Max Dupree. Sorry, hey, Max well, Dupree. We don't we don't like that guy around here. No, see if you were going for the deep cut, you would have gone Renee Dupree. Oh, okay, these like old coastal forts and shit are yeah. very keen. Oh my god, hey, dude, get out of here with a camera! Hell yeah. I like them too because it's like it's like heckin' Dark Souls too, you know. God, shut, the, uh... shut, 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 yeah. Silence, shut, shut. But yeah, no, they're they're extra. Have they like flooded a little? You know, man. Lo love a good flooded, pretty much anything, honestly, except my house. I wouldn't want my house to flood. Uh, that wouldn't be very Dark Souls. Oh, maybe, maybe. <sighs> No, Jub, stop. Uh -oh. Well, uh -oh. boys. You're good. He's getting jubbed. What did we learn tonight? I learned, uh, if I can just counseling that wasn't set on air, I learned that the dynamic range of the camera you used to use was much worse than I thought it was. Oh, really? That is, where, what do you mean? I, just, I posted in photography. There's dynamic oh, okay. range charts. Let me see here. Oh, that is rough. Jeez. The the one the Canon in the with the black line. That's yeah. that, that's a T5i, which is technically a newer model than what you were using because I couldn't find the one that you were using on the thing. And right. it's like it's it's base ISO performance is pretty sad considering it's getting mogged by the GX85, which is a smaller sensor. Right. Like it yeah. It, 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 it really it's really it. been mind blowing that I got such good photos I did at the uh, fair then. But I guess that there's yeah. a lot of light there, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's like deceptively not as challenging as you might think because yeah. of the amount of ambient light. But like, but yeah, I mean, going from like eight and a half to uh, at base ISO to about so you're using the S5, so that's green, like almost 11 and a half stops, which all of these are below the advertised dynamic range. But I think they calculate it differently than the advertised dynamic range, because most cameras these days have an advertised range of like somewhere between 14 and 14 and a half or something. But uh, I think that this is using some sort of other measure of dynamic range. Right. Yeah, it's in practice. I mean, that's like three stops difference. It's pretty crazy because stops of dynamic range are also like other stops in light in photography uh, exponential. So. Mm -hmm. Cam, what'd you learn? <laughs> Nothing. Tim, what'd you learn? Tony, what'd you learn? Uh, I learned that apparently Tim's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I learned that uh, uh, you just can't take Devin anywhere. Honestly, uh, maybe I, don't, I don't think you just learned that tonight. Though. That's true. Maybe a McDonald's, maybe a Waffle House. No, no, you can take me to a, a nice establishment that's not up its own ass. Honestly, honestly, I think you're the one that's up its own ass. No, 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 no. I'm I'm a reasonable little guy who just wants to go have a good time and not have to worry about uh those up on screen. Shout out to this guy that is literally just holding a Christmas tree set of plays. Oh, that's fun. That's just hey, that's just Louisiana things, you know. 
Tim, what'd you learn tonight? Man, this dude just oh, literally no. just walked away in the middle of the show. Well, not the middle of the show, but I guess he... <laughs> you started talking about you know, he heard, yeah, he, he heard photography chat, and he's like, oh, I'm checking out, so. All right, well, we'll be in next week with the Deefies. So, hey, great start. Mm -hmm. Great start to season three, boys. Great start. Can you believe Can you believe we made it three seasons already? Crazy. Or, well, two, but we're on the third one. Never, uh, yeah. never would have thought. Never would have thought. No? No, never would have thought. I, th I thought when we started this, I thought, eh, six months. You thought you might you might pull a, a classic Tay? Well, oh, 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 that's where you're going with it. You're blaming me. You're saying, mm -hmm. oh, I'd be the one. No, I thought everyone else would check out on it. Oh, come on. I thought I thought Prude for sure. Oh, come on. Prude for sure at a certain point would have been on. like, come well, on, I know. Guys. Well, me, me, me. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. That doesn't sound like me at all. Tim, what'd you learn tonight? Shit. All right, whatever. <laughs> all right, next week we'll be back with the beefies. Uh, big beefy blast. You've used that one like five times already. Yeah, well, shut the fuck up. It's, it's